I don't care if you've had a lot of trucks trying to steal your heart all night if you up smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu, coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. Uh, today's broadcast is brought to you by Sesame Street's The Count, because counting is important, kids. Also brought to you by Pliny for president. <laughs> mm. On my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choke people out on threes and fours, chronos. Lying, cheating, and stealing can only take you so far. Mm-mm-mm. But last but not least, we got your boy Stitch. I like my presidents to win Arizona. <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we go. Well, I heard uh, John McCain said hi. Yeah. Mm. Uh, b- before we even jump on in, uh, Blue is uh, en route, uh, driving down to SoCal for some family stuff. So he will not be joining us uh, today, but we wish him all the best. All right. Carlos, you want to uh, give us some statistics, some data? Yes. Uh, listener of the week would be user 13173472. Also, Anthony Wells. Thank you very much for watching. Um, and let's see, is anybody in the chat yet? I don't think so, but nothing's really going on. Yeah. No, nobody's people are in there, but nobody's chatting yet. I just got the notification that it went, it went live. Yeah. It just went live. So it's all good. All right. Old Ninja. Uh, I know you weren't on last week. Uh, you got any, we got a big one. uh, beverages you're pouring out. So and we're going to, pour? we're going to pour out, um, some, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to pour out some uh, Oban single malt scotch. Mm. For the one in, for Sean Connery. Yeah, the one and only. Born Wait, Tosh. Sir? Hold. Can you let me do this, bro? bro. You're supposed to say sir first, goddammit. <clears throat> Born Thomas Sean Connery was a Scottish actor who often played English characters passed away, most, not- most notably portraying super... MI6 agent James Bond in the film Dr. No. Sean Connery would go on to reprise this role six more times. He's been known to be a man's man after portraying the character. Uh, Connery has played several other iconic roles, such as Henry Jones Sr. from the Indiana Jones films, King Arthur, Ramirez in the Highlander films, and even Alan Quartermain. Uh, Connery was knighted in 2000, in the year 2000, on New Year's Eve. At a ceremony, ceremony in uh, Holloway, I believe that's pronounced. Uh, it's kind of weird. <clears throat> so Sir Sean Connery has only won one Oscar for his role in the film The Untouchables, but he's won several awards, including three Golden Globes, two BAFTA awards for you American people. That is basically the Oscars for Britain. Uh, the Cecil B. DeMille and the U.S. Kennedy Center Honors Lifetime Achievement Award. He's been voted the sexiest man of the century in 1999. His acting career spans 70 decades. He passed away in his sleep in the Bahamas at the age of 90. Damn. R.I.P. Yeah. Rest in power to him. Um, that man, I mean, to a lot of people, he is the ultimate James Bond. I will say that. To a lot of people, he's the only James Bond. I mean... Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he's been he's in a lot of films. Seventy years of film and television. Uh, he retired actually from film in uh, twenty twelve, I believe. <clears throat> was that after League of Extraordinary? 
Oh yeah, I was like a couple years later. So <clears throat> some people argue that that was the film that led him to retire because he got sick of all the behind the scenes stuff. He literally is quoted as saying, "There's too many idiots running Hollywood," so he retired. Um, when they asked him to come back for Indiana Jones Four, he said, "Quote: Retirement is too damn fun." End quote. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So he owned a home in the Bahamas. I mean, he went out, he lived his life kind of as G, and he went out in the G. Like, who can say they have a home in the Bahamas? I mean, yeah. not, not many. Not many. Super, definitely legendary. Uber yeah. legendary. Yeah. You got another? Um, not at the moment. I mean, we, we'll wait for all of us to be on the cast to perhaps go on to more. So there we go. There we go. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. You're talking about next week because I don't think Blue mm -hmm. is joining us this week. No, I don't think he's going to make it. Okay. All right, man. Y'all know the topic du jour, the topic everybody's fucking talking about. Uh, election 2020, Biden Harris versus uh, incumbent Trump Pence. It is not officially decided right now. Uh, last I checked, I thought Biden was up. Was it 250 or is it 260? It was 265, 264 last time I checked. Okay. If, and if it's 264 and that's the official one, you got to get to 270 with the Electoral College, not the popular vote. I know that makes no fucking sense for anybody who doesn't live in America at all, even for fellow Americans. That doesn't make any goddamn sense sometimes. But 270 is it. Um, yeah, what do y'all think? This is, this is a lot going on. <laughs> who wants to start? Stitch oh, went somewhere. Uh, I'm, I'm right here. Uh, I was. It's last I saw. It, I'm showing Fox having a 264 or whatever. So there's there's still a little bit of discrepancy on if they want to call. Uh, I guess maybe Arizona at this time. But um, it was an eventful 24 hours to say the least. I mean, the absolute bare minimum. The last 24 hours has been crazy. Um, we've had people. I mean, well. I guess we should best break it up by like before, during, and then after uh, this huh? whole election process and everything. That, that way we just keep it organized. But uh, going into it, um, we've seen reports of just people voting just in record numbers. Um, we've all voted. Uh, probably, I think all of us did vote by um, mail or dropping it off at the, at the uh, ballot box here in California. But we've been receiving reports that that's how it was happening in a lot of places across the United States, just because of mainly COVID. And um, it just was just easier and more convenient. Um, as it got down to election day, pretty much I was just able to just sort of sit at home and just chill. I put my, my ballot in at like the beginning of the month. I, I essentially just watched the first debate to make sure like Biden didn't pull off a mask, like a uh, Scooby-Doo villain style and everything. And just like, all right, I, Nothing crazy fucking happened here with, with the person that I, I think I'm going to vote for. And um, as the night progressed, and we'll, I guess, on this phase of it, we'll get, I want to get everyone's opinion as it progressed. Um, of course, you get your, your heavy red states, you had your Kentucky and Indiana reporting right off the bat as soon as they close, because essentially they're not swing state and everything. And um, based on what we've talked about, with everything going on with this election, we anticipated it would come down to your Florida, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, 
uh, Wisconsin area. I mean, that's that's sort of how it went in 2016 in terms of like those states kind of flipping against Hillary Clinton and giving um, Trump the advantage. And it's been talked about by all the so-called experts that that would have to reflip in order for the math to, to work out. And so while we waited for all these other states to um, report their totals, things that, that were a little bit fascinating and that we learned as it progressed through later on in the night was that people that voted in person and actually went to the polls um, reported to be more Republican voting voters than people who actually mailed in their votes or absentee votes, which uh, swayed to be heavily Democratic. Uh, in some places, that's a, a flip-flop based on, um, you have your, a lot of military votes that, that are done through mail and absentee, but it seems, I mean, 2020 is just the year twisted up on top of its head, so a lot of people were having troubles projecting how everything was going to end out. But what people were saying all over the news and TV, even going up to it, especially in Pennsylvania, you need to wait and you need to be patient. This is going to take a while to find out what's going on and do not expect anything to be decided upon election night and everything. So um, that's my sort of mini preview take of what happened as the night entered election night. Someone who wants to jump in and give their, their analysis. All right. Kronos, you got the big screen and everything. You want to jump in? Yeah, I'm gonna, actually going to bring it around. So you fill for time for a second. Um, so I wanted to point out that it's kind of i don't know if you guys are surprised or probably expected it but a lot of the former slave states have been have been heavily read i mean you're talking 58 percent or more uh votes for the electoral winning that candidate the electoral electoral college vote but um there are some places that kind of are kind of point um not pointed out but like it's weird because some of them were really close why you're talking like within 10 percent or less of a candidate winning a state so i was just like there's other ones where there's like huge flip-flops like in dc it's like heavily blue like you're looking at 92 percent for one candidate versus 5.6 for the other one and then like states like uh arkansas you have 62 percent red and then like up with the blue side up to 34.5 and then you have states that are like florida i guess is pretty close because it was like 47.8 for biden and then 51.2 for trump that's pretty damn close yep um georgia is the one that's like teetering because they're literally at a tenth of a percent so from what i'm looking at here this is from uh, NBC News. This is from 11.49 Eastern. Uh, today? Yes, this is today's date. This is the last update. I don't know if I can refresh here. It doesn't look like it. Um, <clears throat> George is hinging on like a, a, a blade here with 49.1% versus 49.7% as of now. And they're still counting votes apparently. So... It's just been crazy on some of these, what they call battleground states. Um, there are some states, I guess, that have flipped. Like, uh, I guess Michigan, I think, was one of those states that have flipped. 
to uh to the democratic side uh, arizona is the one that shocked me i mean it's apparently some places are reporting that it's it's blue other places are saying it's still red apparently there's been no official winner in that state as of yet correct so um pennsylvania like uh stitch was saying is another one um what is one looking at north carolina is one i guess because currently you're looking at 48.7 percent for uh biden and 50.1 percent for uh trump and they're still counting i guess some ballots or whatnot so it's it's weird to me that this has been a close race in a lot of states versus uh full-on landslides so there have, and there have been some landslides as you noted yeah there have been some colorado was one like well no that's not a landslide because that was pretty close but dc was the one that was a landslide right there you're looking at 92 percent of the votes for one candidate versus the other and then uh you know, there's some that are like in the 60% for one candidate. So I'm just like, well, damn. No. Well, All right. This, see how this looks. Cronus, that is pretty darn bright. It'll. Oh, hold on. It should, as soon as I pull it up. Wow. Uh oh. I got a blue screen. Yeah. I got blue screen. My PlayStation. So I had to pull it up on because I can't. Can't Maricast to this. There we go. That's what there the. Uh, can y'all see that? Yeah. Yes. It's like flashing all weird, right? It, yeah, a little oh, and pulsating. It's, and it's backwards. This isn't going to work anyway. Fuck it. Um, I'd have to, like, invert the whole thing. Um, anyway. Thought I was going to be cool and that was going to work, but it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, this has been a pretty interesting, you know, night, few hours. And this is like, I think I said it on the last podcast. I think that what we're going to see is uh, on election day... You we're going to see President Trump kind of pulling ahead, and then after they start counting all of the mail-in votes that, uh, you know, Biden was going to pull ahead, and people are going to get pissed about it, that we're on the right side, and they're going to make up all this stupid bullshit. Because there, there was 100 million, more than 100 million votes that were cast uh, mail-in. Or ballots, sorry, that, that, were, that were mailed in. And that's a lot of ballots that people that they have to count for. People seem don't seem to realize that when you go into an actual... Um, like poll location you're actually doing them a favor because when you write down everything on your ballot and you put it in the machine the machine counts it for you later on they might do a recount or something like that but um when you mail everything in they have to literally open up the envelope put it in the machine or hand vote it or you know see if there's anything wrong with it and then write write shit down but when you're actually at the poll place especially if it's a, a computer you just type it in it's already it's already counted uh but this whole mail-in thing, it's, it's going to be kind of a mess. And it's, it's not a mess. It's going to take longer than normal. And people that are being really unreasonable about the time frames that are happening, it's like 100 million plus votes you're expected to get counted overnight. Like, what? There's not even a million people that are pollsters. So do you expect a single person to count a million votes? Like, overnight? Like, that, does that seem reasonable to you? No. So let's just let them count all their count all the votes see what they come up with. The, the problem is, is that for a lot of these states where there's a lot of a, a large population, they're going to be Democratic. Pretty much anywhere that you look across America, this is why we have the Electoral College, if you didn't know. Anywhere there's a large population of people, it's usually Democratic. Anywhere where there's a, a sparse population of people, it's usually Republican. So the reason why you're seeing, you know, Joe Biden come from what it seems like behind, quote unquote behind, is because they're counting all of these votes 
that are in place that are in places where most of the counties are Republican, but the actual major population centers are Democratic, and those take longer to count. Like if you take like like uh, Atlanta, that's like how many millions of people live in Atlanta? Is it, is it even? A, it's probably close to a million, right? Yeah, probably more than that. Atlanta's probably like a top seven city in terms of population. Yeah, Atlanta's mm-hmm. way up there. And, and if you definitely, bring in, definitely come and you bring in the county, it's probably it's probably well over a million, probably like two million or something like that. But if you look at the rest of Georgia, there's counties where there's like a couple of thousand people. So I mean, those are easy yeah. as fuck to to count. So that you can count, you know, a thousand votes easily overnight and then call it for whatever side. Um, but the problem is when you get into the large populations, counting all those millions of votes overnight, it's, it's not going to happen. It's, it's unrealistic. So, and that's why, you know, we're seeing, you know, our current president already throwing a hissy fit. He's already suing states on our dime, by the way. This is our, this is a, this is a taxpayer dime that he's suing states for, for recounts and have them, quote unquote, stop voting. And the reason why he wants them to get, to get them to stop voting is because he has, uh, quote unquote, poll watchers and they're saying that the poll watchers can't get close enough to the actual ballot counters. Poll watchers, traditionally, as far as I knew, they're supposed to be making sure that people that were voting were the, the right people. I've never heard of them actually watching an actual ballot counter, look over their shoulder and watch them literally count ballots. That would actually extend out this whole process because they're they are not ballot counters. They are people just there to make sure that the uh, the voting process is um is fair and it's the way it's, the way that's supposed to be going but they're not there to count ballots so they're, they're not there to be like oh no, 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 look at that look at that no that's not their job like at all and for them to like pretend that that's supposed to be their job that they're literally need to watch them hand go through every single one of these ballots is utterly ridiculous and i don't know why people are espousing to this uh total fabrication of reality so um <clears throat> Yep. So, have you guys heard of this? I guess this is happening in, uh, I think, Michigan or whatnot, where they're saying that uh, people were cheating by double voting, by, like, they would do a mail-in vote and then go and vote in person. I'm like, uh, well, how's well, that even hold, possible? Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Um, yeah, yeah let, let's, let's be really careful with that. I mean, uh, until that's, like, a proven thing, I don't want to necessarily even put that out there. Yeah, um, Twitter because, bullshit. Because there is historically a very tiny, and I mean statistically less than 1% of 1% of proven voter fraud out there. And people start inflating bullshit and saying, oh, well, it's super widespread, and that means you got to invalidate all the, all the millions of votes that already happened. And, Unless it's proven, I, I want to be real fucking careful with that bullshit. Well, let me man. just yeah. let me tell yeah. you from somebody that's voted, you know, via mail-in ballot for uh, since two thousand and two. You know, I think I, I voted in person maybe once, and what every time I went to go vote in person, like my name was on the list for that poll station. Is that that's how it is, right? For mm-hmm. most people, okay. So when you get a mail-in ballot, I have to assume that your name is not on that list anymore. So I don't understand why people would make it seem like somebody could vote twice. It seems like a total fabrication, again, of reality. Because when you get a mail-in vote, you know, when you get a ballot, absentee ballot, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it, you're no longer on the list for the poll station. Like, I, I literally have no idea where my poll station was supposed to be because they didn't tell me what it was because I asked for a mail-in ballot. And that's how it works for the vast majority of people. They might they might tell you where you can drop it off at, but that's it. Cool. 
in general, that, that seems to be correct. I've only had the experience with California and I guess w one time in Georgia. Mm. But at the same time, what's really important to, to mention here is that uh, neither the current sitting president or uh, the person, you know, uh, the former VP trying to take his job is in charge of the uh, election process. It's a state by state thing. Uh, yeah. And there is an actual county uh, election commissioner yeah. that controls the rules and the guidelines. And I just have to stress that because there's been so much bullshit, not just last night, not just today, but over the course of this entire fucking year, talking about, oh, this is going to be invalid or this is uh, the mail-in is, is fraud and all of this other bullshit or uh, we need to contest this. And it's controlled if you're in Alameda County. The Alameda County uh, Voting Board is the one who kind of guides this process and, and and determines where your booths are and how early the, uh, uh, your mail-in ballot gets mailed to you. That's a very different experience here in California versus uh, Utah for some, you know, it's a but very, it varies from state a, to state. It's a, it's a very organized process for as, as much as the outside noise is trying to make it sound like it's some crazy shit show it's really not and for this whole so-called voter fraud thing it's a felony and for you to just be like yeah i'm gonna commit a felony for one vote or whatever that yeah. won't really make a difference either way it's sort of ridiculous of a crime to even like to just is is going on um e even like 2016 they had a a a recount in the state of wisconsin just because Wisconsin was, was very, very close last year. And after the recount was done, it was only 151 votes out of the entire state of Wisconsin that ended up being adjusted and everything. So for, for, for people to try to say like, oh, signatures need to match, there's some sort of widespread voter fraud, it's highly ir irresponsible and highly reckless even suggest. And that's what... I mean, there's no need to sugarcoat it. That's what Trump pretty much was suggesting as the night progressed later on into the months night. ago. Uh, months ago, he well, started that bullshit. Yeah, let's be real. Yes, yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to take some flowers here, but he placed out his plan months ago on what he said he was going to fucking do, yeah. and he was like, "Are y'all going to stop me? Y'all can't stop me." I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna get away with it. And he's trying; he's in the process of doing it as we speak. And people are eventually like realizing that he is who he said he fucking was, and it's it's fucking ridiculous. Um, as the days progress to the actual election, you heard rumors coming out about him proclaiming victory uh, even before the votes were were gonna be counted. And fucking right on, right on time, like the BART train sometimes, uh, that it rolled into the station and Biden gave his, his speech saying, hey, hey, and I'm, I'm some Biden, whatever, fanboy or whatever, but Biden gave his speech saying, hey, we think we're doing good. All the votes are going to be counted. Hang in there. We feel confident, blah, 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 blah. We're proud of you. Whoever wins, whoever wins, blah, 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 democracy. Yeah, 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 go, go, go. Trump comes out two hours later 
and just lights the room on fire with gas in terms of just saying this they claiming Pennsylvania I'm claiming this I've won etc cetera, etc cetera. and just everyone after afterwards whether you were watching MSNBC or Fox News would just like yo that's not even like cool or anything I mean you had this boy Chris Christie who was one of his people he was an ex uh, governor of New Jersey one of his right-hand men in terms of like his debate prep guy was just like that was highly reckless for him to do and people were just like roasting him for it just like yo you can't you can't do that talked about it before in terms of like how he's put the pieces down the, the sticks of dynamite to try to blow up democracy as we know it. it's been going on for a long fucking time i've been saying yo he's going to pack the courts with his boys this is highly dangerous. He put in who he wanted on a federal level and all these judges, and now even in the Supreme Court, because when the election comes, he's gonna want all kinds of chaos, but he already planted the seeds in terms of like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with the mail, the post office is bullshit, blah, 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 I don't want mail-in voting, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna give them money during COVID times to help process these mail-in votes, et cetera, et cetera. And now he's calling into question all the legitimacy of all mail-in votes. And what he wants to do, which he's already begun the process in terms of like stewing multiple states, is trying to get this decided by a court. Thankfully, because of the 10th Amendment, all voting regulations are decided by each and individual states. It's not a federally uh, decided thing. Like the government in DC doesn't tell California how they conduct their election in terms of like, yo, polls need to be closed at five o'clock here, 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 and here. This individual state. So the problem that he has now, because he's losing in multiple things and he's pissed off at Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Arizona now, is now he's got to shoot buckshot everywhere and try to be like, yeah, I'm suing you, 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 and you. And it, it's apparent he's suing because of how the results are coming. And um, he wants it to go to the Supreme Court to hopefully go to the decision. But as you can see by at least some Republicans and people with common sense is that, yo, this is bullshit and it's highly, highly dangerous and reckless to our country as a democracy for what it stands for. And he's, it. thankfully some people are saying it for what it is and just backing away from it, but they should have been backing away from it months ago, potentially damn near a year ago when, when he was impeached. For, for shit, but yeah, go ahead, jump in. I, I, I just want to really quickly say something because Old Ninja brought up uh, the potential for voter fraud. Now, Mike, and, and again, I, I want to say that unless there's proof of it and it was widespread and it's not just one out of, you know, 30 million people, there was just one time in the back alley of, you know, I don't, I don't really want to hear hear about that or go down that road. But I, what I do want to talk about at some point, I think we need to have a collective conversation about voter suppression and what that fucking means. Because yeah. I think that, that is real and tangible and has a hard history that is alive even up into this day. And it can be as uh, tangible as removing all of the fucking uh, uh, polling stations from black neighborhoods. But, you know, they, they don't want to have that. They don't want to have that discussion because essentially, I mean, obviously, normally voter suppression is to 
uh, suppressed minority vote, specifically black uh, urban vote. Sometimes Homeboy black went on, vote, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Homeboy went on TV and was just like, yo, stop. And like, essentially, we ain't count, we, we don't need to count anymore. I don't care if it was postmarked by this point and this time. If you didn't count them fast enough, I want it to be stopped, and this is bullshit now. And that's what is just enraging to me that people who are so-called patriots and want fucking freedom and and blah blah blah. I I did this. I mean, we're we're damn near what a week away from uh, from Veterans Day, where everyone praises veterans for for and everybody the freedom of this country, being able to vote for whoever. And had the president, the sitting president of the United States, just be like, "Yo, no more democracy. It stops at twelve o'clock tonight," <laughs> which is absolutely fucking ridiculous bullshit. And people just quiet about it. I mean, it, it's funny. and you just taking taking a, a backbite. It doesn't take that long to process that. Yo, that's highly fucked up. Yeah. Someone else get in here. Sorry. Yeah, I just want to. Let me lay out the way it looks right now. You know, it's uh, what? It's nine oh eight p.m. Pacific Standard Time, um, mm -hmm. on what is it? November fourth, and I'll bring up the actual map right now that we have. So this is using um, this is on Google, but it's basically the Associated Press map, and so they have Joe Biden at two hundred sixty-four electoral college votes and Donald Trump at two hundred fourteen. Because um, they, they called Arizona a little bit early, but it looks like he, he's going to get it anyway. So I guess they called it correctly. Because, yeah, he's up by almost almost 3% in, uh, in Arizona. And Maricopa County is still counting, and that's going to be blue. So um, the way it looks right now is that it doesn't seem like Joe Biden can lose at this point. Because there's, there's only five um, states that are left. It's Georgia, Nevada, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. And every single time they update Georgia, because of what we talked about before, um, they're narrowing the gap. So because if you're listening, you can't hear the or you can't see the, the graphic on here. But basically, it's two it's two point about two point four million votes for uh, President Trump and then two point three nine nine, you know, million votes for uh, Joe Biden. And every single time it updates, it gets closer on the Joe Biden side. So he keeps gaining more and more ground. Um, right now, Joe Biden is uh, up in Nevada by about 8,000 votes, but they're still waiting for the large populations to come in, which are going to be blue, because uh, I think it's, um, what, Reno Clark and Clark County. Yeah, wherever Reno is, I forget the county, that one, Clark County, which is Vegas. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're probably going to go blue. And then there's North Carolina that's trending towards Trump by a decent margin and Pennsylvania by a decent margin. But listen, the only way for President Trump to win right now is for him to literally win every single five of these these last states. All five of them. He has to win them. Joe Biden only has to win one of any of these, and he wins. Yep. And that's it. So if, if he gets Nevada, that's it. If he gets Georgia, that's it. It, it doesn't matter okay. one or the other. So Yeah. I, I'm going to point out something um, that just needs to fucking be said, man. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm looking at Michigan. I'm looking at fucking Detroit. Uh, Detroit three, is a black, yeah, <laughs> Detroit is a black ass city. Let, let, let's just call things out as they fucking are. Um, Motown, uh, we all know about it, uh, from, from the, you know, obviously the singing and the, the big three American car companies and all of that. 
Uh, Detroit showed out and uh, showed some incredible support for Joe Biden, but that's not neither here nor there for me right now. What I'm fucking pissed about is these assholes. After uh, Gretchen Whitmer, is, did I get her last name? Gretchen, what uh, the governor? Yeah. yeah. Whitmer uh, had a plot literally a few weeks ago that was uh, spoiled by the FBI, thankfully, uh, where she was going to be kidnapped and uh, other harm, maybe even killed. Who knows? Maybe her family as well. Um, you have people invading the uh, the space where the ballots are being counted, um, causing a ruckus, uh, chanting, doing all this shit, and literally all there's just public employees trying to do their fucking job of counting ballots. They're not doing anything illegal. There's been no fucking bad things going on in Detroit that you can point nothing. Let them do their fucking job. Just because it's a majority black area doesn't mean that their vote votes shouldn't be fucking counted. And it just pissed me off. You can see the video for yourself, but it was it, it was just horrendous. Now they already called Michigan for for Joe Biden, but to me, neither here nor there. You can't just go at, with a fucking mob into uh, the place where they're counting ballots, or, or try to get into the place where they're counting ballots and try to uh, disrupt the fucking system. Also, the rest give of credit, all. make sure you give credit to uh, Milwaukee, because uh, during the middle of the night or whatever, it was Milwaukee. I mean, people were kind of worried about how Wisconsin was going to turn out and how Michigan was going to turn out because they hadn't really flipped any of these other states they were, that they were hoping to. Florida, which is a whole fucking thing in terms of we need to just fucking send them off into the fucking <laughs> Gulf or whatever. With I mean, we'll talk about the Cubans in, in Florida and everything maybe later, but Florida didn't flip. Um, Texas, which you, it, it's really fascinating to see how these counties sort of uh, vote for, for each uh, candidate. You know, Texas started out surprisingly blue, same thing with Ohio, but then it sort of right back to how things were normally going to go. And then people, Arizona looks like it's going to be blue. Then all of a sudden you saw Wisconsin and people were kind of panicking on the Democratic side. We're like, yo, we have to get Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, like a combo of like, we have to do some damage up there. And it wasn't until uh, Milwaukee reported in that they dumped all their, I don't want to say dumped, because that sounds like a, like it was some nefarious kind of thing going on. But when Milwaukee reported all of their voting and you saw that their mail-in and absentee votes, it completely flipped the whole script and changed the entire attitude of how things were going to go. So once that happened and people were waiting on these other heavily urban areas, such as uh, Detroit, I forget, I don't know if it's Clark County that's in, that is uh, where Detroit is. Um, and then also, shout out to Kenosha, Kenosha yeah. City. Um, and we've talked about it before on our cast in terms of the tragedy that happened there. Um, and like I said, when, when it happened, I couldn't point out, I don't, I did not know where fucking Kenosha was located entirely in the state of Wisconsin. I, I didn't know they, if it was north, south. Isn't that, that's where they held, that? the, that's where they hold the mutants, right? Oh wait, that's Genosha. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was that was Penn's country, right? I mean, he's basically that fucking guy. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like he's trying to stop the mutant agenda. They uh, it, it from what everything that I was saying, they showed up, and it's it's sort of sad to be like to take such a um, 
take something positive from such a horrible tragedy that, that happened. But you do have to wonder if people in that city turned up because of what had happened in that, that, uh, that place and just be like, yo, we're sick of this, we're fed up. And maybe it sparked people who probably didn't care and probably didn't think that it mattered if they voted or not, but it turned out helping turn Wisconsin uh, blue and everything. And, and it's, I mean, just 2020 has been crazy in terms of everything that's, that's happened that might've had, I don't even want to, you can't even really say a butterfly effect because it's, it's been fucking huge. Some of the shit has been, that's been going on, but had an effect in terms of how things are shaping out across the country in terms of voting. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, let me, let me rewind a little bit to to Michigan. I mean, this is going to be the this is sort of what's happening to you know the Republican Party in general. It's because the Republican Party um, has really been discounting the the working class family, like totally, and it's a huge problem. And Michigan is a perfect example of you know we we had all these manufacturing jobs get totally blown out of the water. You know, Detroit is an auto manufacturing city. Everybody fucking knows this. And for multiple reasons, mostly through automation and also shipping jobs overseas, is that we saw a huge drop in manufacturing jobs. And they were overpaying for the jobs. I mean, let's be honest. I was breaking this down to my my daughter who who lives most of the time in Michigan, 20 minutes away from Detroit. I mean, they were paying people $80,000 a year in Detroit to screw and unscrew shit onto a car. Like, how is that a sustainable, like, business plan for anybody? Like, it's, it's not a very hard job to do. And once they realized that and they started automating those jobs away, you saw Detroit just, just nosedive. Like, the economy tanked. They saw all these manufacturing jobs go away. And you had these Republicans that didn't didn't help them at all. So what are you going to do? I mean, if, if the Republicans are not going to help you, especially when all their best interests, especially nowadays, is more geared towards corporate interests and helping them out rather than the people out, but it's the people that need help. That's why you're seeing them have a Democratic governor because she's willing, you know, traditionally Democrats um, are willing to help people and push agendas towards helping people through government plans. Meanwhile, the Republican plans had nothing to do with that. Like they, they weren't out there pushing for higher minimum wage or you know uh, extended unemployment benefits, which is shit that they fucking needed after losing their jobs. And after President Trump talked about how he was going to bring all these jobs back. So first of all, you can't bring back those jobs. Those jobs no longer exist. And for him to sit there out there and say, oh, we're going to bring coal back. No, you're not going to bring fucking coal back. It's like saying we're going to bring co- the copper industry back. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, this, this ship is fucking sailed. What, we sh- what he should have done is invest more in renewable energy. That's where everything is going. That's where everything's moving towards. And nobody can. nobody's trying to really deny that. If you're trying to deny that, then you're stupid. Look at Tesla. Tesla is a car company that makes their cars are awesome, but as far as like their manufacturing goes and like all the fucking small defects goes, they're pretty fucked up, and people are still buying them like fucking hotcakes. Why? Because it makes sense for the future and for you to save money on the on your bottom line because you don't have to fucking fill up with gas anymore. When gas prices fluctuate radically, like here in California, guess what the price of electricity is? Always the fucking same. So you always can budget in exactly how much power you're going to use for that car. Um, and there's way less upkeep for those cars. You know, there's way less maintenance. And so it's the future. If you look at every single one of the supercar makers right now, they're all going to hybrids and electric motors of some sort in all their vehicles. And we all know traditionally through every single sort of technology, we have a high-end product. That stuff all trickles down to, you know, consumer, like normal consumer um, 
driven stuff. So all that technology from all supercars, it's going to all come down towards consumer-grade stuff. Even with Teslas, they have the Model 3s and Model Ys sell like fucking hotcakes. They're selling in California more than fucking Toyota uh, Corollas and Camrys. How the fuck is that even possible? They weren't even around fucking 20 years ago, and they're killing it. Meanwhile, we have a president and the Republican Party that is trying to be like, oh, well, let's let's keep pushing gas power. Let's, let's change the emission so we can keep gas-powered cars on the road for longer. Meanwhile, those jobs are gone. And people are waiting for them to come back, and they're not going to come back. Help the companies out to actually expand that industry if you want. If you want to help them, expand that industry so they can get some of those newer jobs. They they can't get old jobs. It's like asking for fucking more blacksmiths. <laughs> horse, horse and buggy and carriage. Uh, real, real quick, I just want, and I, I, I do want to get you in here again, too old ninja. But I just got to mention, man. I think the the giant pink elephant in the in the room whacking off is the fucking pandemic. I mean, mm. twenty twenty was like no other fucking year ever, and the pandemic is both a healthcare crisis and an economic crisis. I mean, and yeah. obviously it's not uh, just a U.S. thing; it's a global thing. But uh, you know, this was going to be a tough year for how the pandemic was managed but i will say this um this is a very tight election and there were millions tens of millions of people who just said fuck it i i think trump's doing a fantastic job on on those two things uh oh yeah you know so it has that has to be said i think in that way but old ninja i'm gonna look at you uh what do you think in terms of factors for for why the race is where it is right now it's not settled but where it is right now so just before i answer i just want to go back to what stitch what stitch had a question that we actually didn't answer because he Mm -hmm. wasn't sure but um detroit is in wayne county uh and it is yeah it is also the most populous part of Michigan with an estimated 1.7 million people within the area. Yep. So, uh, what looks, I'm looking at a map. It looks like maybe an hour and a half away from Ann Arbor. Maybe. Can, can I tell you one thing real quickly? And, and I'm not claiming to be a Michigan expert or anything that Kronos uh, knows way more. He was there earlier this year, but the funny thing about that city and even Chicago and a lot of Midwestern and Rust Belt cities, if you look at the population over the last 40, 50 years, for the most part, most of them have declined yes. dramatically. Like they yeah. used to have way more people. The infrastructure for the city is built to handle 2.5 million people in the mm-hmm. city proper, and the county, you know, quite a bit more. So just, just fun fact. Yeah. When you well, well, on top of that, Cronus already brought this up. When the Great Recession happened back in what 2008, nine, a lot of people had lost their jobs. A lot of people moved the fuck away. Because they oh, couldn't they find, to. they needed to feed their family, and they needed work, and so they had to find it either outside the city means or literally out of the state. And they went where they could get jobs. Some people were applying for jobs that they really didn't have the same skill set for, but they were just like, "Hey, I need to try this." So I got a, I got like two, three, however many kids to feed and whatnot. So they left the the area. So I can see why it dropped to two million to one point seven. Yeah, and this is, I mean, you know, I've obviously visited Michigan, you know, quite a bit. And you go there and there's places where, like, you'll see literally a high-rise building with nobody in it. Yep. Like, like a commercial building with nothing in the fucking building. 
that's how bad it is. And, like, the streets are all, like, fucked up. And don't get me wrong, like, I feel bad for the city because they, they, they fucked the city over, like, the government especially fucked the city over um, by just destroying that whole economy. And this actually goes back to, like, some racist shit, too. Like, if you notice how, like, the vast majority of people that live in, in Detroit now, how they, magically, they're almost all black. You ever wonder why that is? It's because of fucking redlining. It's yep. because they, they, they literally, it, it's because of redlining. Because it, it was not that long ago. So when people talk about, you know, racist policies and, oh, it's, it's gone today. But it's, it's not really gone today. Um, I gave the example, I don't know if I gave it on this podcast, but like when me, uh, me and Cam were talking and it's like, I realized that her parents just owning a home is like so much more advantageous to, to a family than it, than you even fucking realize when you own a home and you get into like financial trouble, you can borrow money against your home and yeah. you can, uh, secure the future for your, for your kids. My, my parents who were not like, we weren't poor. Well, we were poor in the beginning, but we kind of worked our way up. My parents didn't own a home until, uh, until I was an adult, like out of the house, yeah. you know, like in like my mid twenties. And so that whole wealth, cause that's what most people get their wealth from is usually through their real estate, right? It's from their house. That didn't exist in my family and in most of our families. Yep. Not everybody, but most of our families, it didn't exist. And so once you get that wealth, when you own a home and you can pass down that wealth and say so you, you die and you have, you know, um, life insurance and the home equity all that stuff passes down but for most african americans none of that passed it didn't pass my mom just died this year nothing was passed down to me you know and for a lot of people that are black this is not a fucking uncommon story but if you're you know if if you're european american or white whatever the fuck you want to call yourself um it's very common to get some sort of inheritance from your family through real estate holdings through various financial means but it doesn't exist if you're black because of racist policies like redlining and what I, what specifically what it means in Detroit is that people were forced to live in shitty neighborhoods in Detroit where they couldn't uh, own a decent home. And so their homes, uh, they continue lost, they continually lost value because they were, they were not constructed with the same materials as other homes. They were built with fucking lead paint. There was, it was shoddy workmanship and they're usually in uh, places in the city that were, uh, improperly zoned so we're literally living right next to an industrial zone and toxic waste and shit like that and so if you have a house like that you can't fucking sell it you can't move like most people when they move you sell your house so you have the means to move and to buy a new house but if you don't have that equity in your house you can't fucking move you are stuck there basically forever unless you like short sell your house or foreclose and but that's a huge financial hit or burn it down like in, in yeah. Detroit the, you know you had people literally burning down houses and whatnot I mean some of that stuff from even eight mile was true but l- let me make one quick point because I'm on the Wikipedia page just to illustrate this in 1950 per the census the city of Detroit proper had 1.85 million people living in the city proper not the yeah. county the city proper yeah. in 2019 the city proper's population is only 670,000. Yep. And it's wow. That is not the only city. There's a bunch of cities like that that people just totally ignore. And then you have this is how this is why Trump, part of the reason why he got elected, because he was telling those people, we're going to bring your jobs back. We're going to bring your jobs back. It's people that were the people that left Detroit because they couldn't get jobs. And he did not bring those fucking jobs back. He did, those people that lost those jobs, the vast majority of them, never got to see the same sort of paycheck that they got when they were working those manufacturing jobs ever in their fucking life and they never will 
You know what that is, though? From from 2019 to 1950, that's basically the second largest city in uh, California. That's just almost like um, uh, San Diego. There's a whole population basically yeah. leaving that area, the, the city proper. I mean, it's just amazing. Sorry, I, I know we went on a tangent. But Detroit is no, a fascinating no. city. No, it's fine. I mean, it, honestly, this is like a this is bite size uh, recognized racism. Like, like yeah. you know what I mean? Because like most people, when they say, you know, racism doesn't exist or this shit was so long ago, it's like we're still li- literally living in the um, we're we're still living the consequences from all the racist shit, you know. And then when you have somebody like President Trump that sits out there and says that you know we're not going to have public housing in the suburbs, we're going to keep your suburbs suburbs safe. He's literally talking about redlining again. That's what he's talking about. That's the dog whistle that most of America is unwilling to really understand. Is that what he's talking about is that our, we people that are poor don't have the right to live next to somebody that has more money than them. That's what yep. he's saying. And that's how redlining started. He, they were using the exact same fucking words. Keep the suburbs safe. You know, keep yeah. the thugs out. But the, those people are just trying to make a living like you are. They have a right to live wherever the fuck they want. You know? Like the, the the main point of uh, of crime, the number one factor is fucking poverty. Like, yes. why does nobody recognize this? Yeah, he he repeatedly over and over just kept fucking himself. I mean, we Biden wasn't the best of fucking candidates. He's not Captain America, Steve Rogers at, at all. But the thing with Trump was he just kept setting himself on fire over and over and over again. Um. There's different things that go on in different areas of the country. I mean, people in California don't give a fuck about fracking or whatever. I think half the people don't even know what the fuck fracking is in California or whatever. But people out in, in uh, Western Pennsylvania and everything, and just, we talked about the, the motor industry and, and jobs and coal and all kinds of stuff like that. But Trump kept sticking his foot in his mouth in every fucking possible issue that could affect different communities across the United States and he just sort of stronghold he had with anybody that just was just a non diehard fucking head up their ass. First, uh, you, you'll appreciate the fucking quote, uh, never pet a burning dog. And that's essentially <laughs> dog will fuck you up. Fucking... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's essentially what he was, was a burning fuck that I had before where yeah, Biden could go out and try to fucking be Captain America if he wanted to, but he's setting himself on fire over here. All I got to do is just sit here and chill or whatever and not do anything fucking stupid compared to this fucking flaming shit show to my left or whatever. We talked over and over again, whether it was the fucking impeachment, QAnon, fucking the, the goddamn uh, uh, debate and everything. Total op with it's the just, Bible. Yeah, Jesus Christ. All he has to do is just, yo, don't do dumb shit today, and you're going to gain some points. And essentially, that's all he had to fucking do. And that's how he was almost, I mean, I don't want to officially give him anything yet, but he's been almost gifted this election because of Trump's idiocracy. If if this was a football game, it'd be like some Atlanta Falcons (laughs) 28 to 3 shit or whatever. It's just like, yo, we're we're down, but anytime they try to run the ball, they fumble. <laughs> so <laughs> why don't we just keep punting it to them and just keep getting good field position? 
Damn. So I, I, I couldn't agree more, Stitch, on that because here's the thing, and I kept trying to say that. I know I even mentioned it on this cast multiple times earlier this year. He's the incumbent. And so literally this is, look at my resume for the last four years. Don't you want me to have another four years for the most part? And he he did he couldn't really, I mean, it's not officially over, but he couldn't really promote himself because of his own goddamn madness. And, and I'll, I'll say this really quickly, really quickly. Um, for the most part, Americans, and for those who are outside of this country, like a Dirty Stew may not even realize this, for the most part, Americans tend to almost fucking always give you a second term. Yeah. W, Obama, Reagan, uh, Clinton. The time where it didn't happen was uh, George Bush Sr. in our lifetime, and fucking possibly Nixon. later on tonight or uh, early tomorrow morning, yeah. Trump. In, in our lifetime. In our lifetime, yeah. That's yeah. it. You, you have to shoot yourself in the dick to, it like, and because we, even before our lifetime, it was Carter, and Carter fucked up the Iran hostage crisis, which obviously would be a fucking disaster if some shit like that happened today. Um, but yeah, you, you, you have to almost willfully lose it. And Trump just could not get out of his own way. He's a narcissist. And... You just let nothing, they will self-destruct. Anytime Trump talks, it's just a matter of time. And I, I I haven't seen the actual full speech from yesterday. I only saw like clips of it. I watched it. But or, or all the people that, that talked about it said he had a prompter in front of him and he just went off script. Like he was just like, everyone was just like, there's no way that what he said was written on the prompter and approved by like a speech writer. And he read, he just was just like, yo, I'm going to do me. And he did it again. And it's just like, everyone's just like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And now it's, I mean, right now it doesn't seem like a bunch of Senate seats and House seats are going to flip and everything. But as it progresses over the next couple of months, it's going to be a referendum in terms of people getting their resumes checked in terms of like, yo, you were riding with this dude when he was doing reckless shit. And he's going to continue to do reckless shit until he leaves office. Like, right now, he's been quiet or whatever, which is hilarious to me because someone had to have taken his phone away. But <laughs> before, before, before he goes, he's taking a gas can. And he's pouring it all over the fucking living room, the dining room, the kitchen table before he leaves. You think he's going out gracefully? Mm -hmm. Hell no. And it's going to be a referendum. I mean, McConnell got his seat and... Um, Lindsey Graham. Uh, Lindsey Graham. Yeah, Graham got, got his seat and everything, but it's going to be a referendum for when people like AOC and uh, um, the girl in Minnesota, um, Omar. Efrain, hey, who's that her name? I, I can't, I, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. But when they come for their jobs, this is going to be cited against them. Be like, yo, you were riding with this motherfucker that was trying to blow up our democracy was reputing elections, did not care about the human vote, wanted to stop voting, and you were riding with him and were willful and complicit in all of his behavior, they're going to get called to task on that eventually. And hopefully, because the Democratic Party does need to do some soul searching because these yep. polls are absolutely fucking outrageous. And they need to figure out what it is. That, I mean, polls are just 
bullshit right now, whatever about polls, but they need to be able to reach certain people. What you saw that happen in um, Florida, especially Miami-Dade County, with a heavily uh, Latino, especially Cuban population, where you have somebody who, as far as I'm concerned, and I don't want to put words in people's mouths on here, he's just openly racist or whatever, where he's able to gain more of the vote from the Cuban community than Hillary Clinton did before because they just got brainwashed into the words of socialism. I mean, the whole Cuban history, that's a, a frightening word to have socialism and communism with them. But for them to get willfully brainwashed by somebody just right there, that's something that the Democratic Party needs to look into and be like, yo, we need to reach out to these certain areas of, of of population and people and educate them or, or or get on board with what's actually going on. Because, I mean, this was almost projected to, I don't want to say landslide, it was projected it was. to be kind of comfortable. Yeah, According to what the polls were saying, it's not. It, it really isn't. And, I mean, you can go on Fox News and the, the only spin that Fox News has right now is they're like, they're, they're blasting the media for saying, yo, this is supposed to be a landslide. Yo, you're, you're losing. Y'all yo, yo, fucking, that, that's what y'all are talking about. And it's about. winner take how, all. How bad y'all, yeah, it's y'all lost, which y'all are so proud of, but y'all are relegated to being like, well, we didn't lose as bad as y'all thought we did. Well, I mean, we gained the minority vote and no, blah, blah. It's, it's like bullshit. The poll thing, I, I, I said it before and I'll, I'll keep saying it. I'm not surprised. This is why when they, you know, as we're leading up to this, I'm like, don't believe the polls. Like, don't just go out and fucking vote. Don't be the fucking polls. Like, that that was the main thing is that people, more people needed to vote. And that's what happened. So thank goodness that people fucking got out and actually voted. Because I think this is probably going to be record turnout. I mean, Jesus Christ, there was half the oh, turnout, is. half the turnout from 2016 was just in mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. More than half of the turnout. That's fucking amazing. So um, thank goodness for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, stop believing polls for this shit. Because people are going to vote for President Trump. And do it shamefully, and they'll just be secret about it because yep. they they want to get the brownie points of saying that you know they're gonna vote for somebody that can help everybody when they just want to make a vote that would help themselves potentially. You know, especially if you're, I'll just say, if you happen to be white, you know, if you vote for that yep. guy, your life could get potentially either stay the same or get better. You know, especially if you're in a certain tax bracket, you know, it can get dramatically better because you just yep. you're willing to fuck over. The, the common man to to gain shit for yourself and to me that's fucked up because I mean it doesn't matter like what color or ethnicity you are poor is poor and this this current president doesn't give a shit if you're poor if you're middle class or below like he really doesn't he's not trying to help you fucking at all ne- neither is neither is Congress or the house on both sides like they're not really helping anybody right now all right because if you look at the stimulus checks where the fuck they at both sides fucked it up I, I blame both of them. You know, both Nancy Pelosi and fucking Mitch McConnell, they both should have been voted out. But for some reason, they both got voted back in because America's not ready to change. So even even if, uh, you know, President Trump gets voted out, which I hope he does, you know, uh, America's not, we're not good to go. We're no, not we're at all. I, I, I concur and I hear you on that loud and clear. I got one piece of smoke, though. I want to I want to shift because uh, Stitch brought up Cuban-Americans in uh south uh what is it dade county or uh south florida so 
here, here's another group that I'm, I was extremely surprised by. Uh, white American women, uh, by the tens of millions, and I don't have the official numbers, but the, the women for Trump, that, that's a real thing. Like, not a small population. That is in the, that increased, let's just say. Despite all the Me Too stuff, despite allegations, no, uh, not proven, this is not, not proven against him, but out, serious allegations by multiple women, uh, th none of that fucking mattered. And I, I, I think that needs to be stated loudly. No, pro I mean, Prodigy, listen, he, he, already, he already led the blueprint. He was going to keep those white women safe by keeping poor people out of their suburbs. All right. They're yeah. more worried about in their fucking magical mind, in their mind, in a world where every black fucking male rapes a white woman, that they're going to keep black men out of their neighborhoods and keep them safe. They're way more worried about black men raping them than the possibility of Donald Trump grabbing their pussy. So I, that, logically, uh, it makes sense. It's totally fucking irrational because you want to talk about rape, who rapes what, you know, what, what, what ethnicity rapes what. Historically, uh, it was white men against fucking African, -Amer African women. So, yeah. But y'all not ready to hear that so, shit. I'm going to slightly disagree with Cronus as far as the reasoning behind because um, we, um, most of us probably know women that are supporting Trump. And what I have noticed is there's been a great consensus about protecting children. Now, their rationale is basically that Joe Biden is apparently a pedophile without conviction and without any court records that I have seen. But yet they don't feel like a pedophile should be in office. They want to protect their children. There's a whole campaign and hashtag uh, save our children that has been out there for at least a year and a half where these women are like, well, voting for Biden means you support pedophilia and kind of slippery slope a little bit into that whole QAnon bullshit. But a lot of them, their reasoning is about children. They're like, we don't want this pedophile in the in the office and i'm just like well where do you see evidence that he's in the office because i know there's been court cases about uh trump there's pictures with trump uh with jeffrey epstein yeah hold on uh, he's i was gonna i was gonna say that keep talking because i'll bring him up as you're speaking uh, yeah i was gonna say yeah <laughs> Here, look, uh, he's like i got receipts that's... i got i'm at the back of yeah. here look who's that it's and him. he's and Jeffrey Epstein is, or no, I'm sorry. Donald Trump has gone on record and said that Jeffrey Epstein was a good guy. Like he says about most people yeah. that, or like he has said with other people that most of us think may be deployable, like the Proud Boys, like the uh, alt-right people that did that whole stupid fucking tiki torch fucking rally back in, I don't know. Yeah, but when was it? I don't even remember. It was a few years ago. Yeah, but still, those people he has said were quote unquote good guys. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But there's all these women that basically they feel as if we're not protecting our children. And so Donald Trump is that person that's going to be there. They'd rather see him in uh, office. And I'm just like, wait, what? That's your reasoning? Like, despite all the stuff that he's done and that he has court cases uh, against him, he has had an FBI uh, investigation via the Mueller report, which is available to the public. But yeah, y'all want to go against Joe Biden because he's perceived as a pedophile based on the pictures. Yes, they look, do look uncomfortable. They do look creepy, but I don't see anything on record about him being uh, 
prosecuted or indicted in any way. I before before uh, I throw the basketball off the backboard to Kronos for the alley oop. Um, <laughs> I I don't, and this is so. And I I was thinking about it, and then I had like an epiphany. It's like, and I'll I'll say this statement, and it's going to be hilarious. I don't understand white women, which is mm. odd. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, no, I, that's a, wait, wait, hold on. Did you just I hit yourself ready. with the ball? I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I know where he's going to go with this. In, 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 in general, though, in general, though, I mean, obviously, no, but here, here's, here's where I'm going to bring it back around. Because obviously, I'm married to one, Cronus is dating one, but they're, I don't want to call them woke or whatever, but they're they're aware of what's going on and have common sense to who the fuck this dude is. I didn't have to like sit Lilo down and have like a fucking college class to break down, yo, he's a sexist pig, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, they see him for what he is and you know he's fucking crazy ass narcissist. And I don't want to speak for K-Mac, but I kind of assume she, yeah. she's wise enough to know what what it is that she's saying. I don't know what's going on with the with the this why I said I don't maybe I don't understand white women in general and I just got a lucky one, but I don't understand what the majority of these white women are seeing that is laid out in front of them on a buffet plate that they're like, Yeah, we're fine with that. Yeah, we're fine with that. Yeah, he's he can talk down to women. We're fine with that. Yeah, he can grab women by the pussy. He we're fine with that. Even when they had him running against a female president, the chance to make fucking history for women who are denied the right to vote, even after black people and shit, we're fine with. I, I don't fucking get it. Like, and I don't want to call. I don't want to. They're brainwashed. I I just want to understand, and may, that's why I said I maybe I don't maybe I don't understand white women. I, I don't get it what I'm missing the link between how we get from two to four <laughs> or whatever. Like make me understand three in terms of how you got to be like, we're cool and fine with that. It's like some Candace Owens uh fucking Hodge twin shit in terms of like black people, but it's it's a in it's of a majority of a population in terms of being women. And I don't get it. I don't understand how they compartmentalize or just ignore the blatant misogyny and just shittiness of what he's doing and his human I, I don't get it so but yeah go ahead all right so what i'm about to say is going to be probably controversial but you know at this point i don't really give a shit all right, so I'm not. When it, before I say this, let me preface it by saying because it's probably if somebody edits out this fucking video, they're gonna edit out this part and they're just gonna give you the shitty part. Okay, so whatever, <laughs> I'll just fucking deal with it. Um, what I'm gonna say does not apply to every single white woman. All right, it does not. Obviously, there's white women out there that have been abused, they've had lived shitty lives, you know. But for most white women, they are the single most protected fucking class in America. The single most protected class in America. All right. Think about any time in your life. Wait, if you're at a fucking party, I thought you said you're gonna say something controversial. Yeah. <laughs> no, just think about that. Think, think about that. I'm waiting. In your entire fucking life, if you were at a party in public, anything like that, and a white woman started crying, what fucking happens? The fucking record the world skips. Stopped. Everything fucking stops. Everything stops. When they need help, they get help fucking first. That's why we have Karens fucking coming up. Because when they need help, 
they need help now from somebody else that's going to help them because they're the, they're the most protected class in America. You know, mm. seriously. Uh, and if you want to give me an argument against that, you can try. But as far as I'm concerned, no. You know, they, they serve the least amount of prison sentences. They fucking, they can get away with all kinds of fucking shit in America. And nobody seems to give a fuck. Can, like, can I, uh, can I, uh, real quick, can I piggyback just a little bit uh, on something that's very relevant to California that not everybody knows in the rest of this country. So there is a, you know how everybody says not only affirmative action, but specifically quotas are terrible things. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know we're going to go with this one. They're, they're you know where I'm going, yep. Carlos, but quotas are terrible. They, they, they have you just hire somebody based on absolutely nothing but superficial details and identity politics. Quotas are evil. They're un-American. I, I remember all of that discussion and all of that, that, that jazz. There is on the books a law in California that requires every single corporation that's publicly held to have at least a woman on the board of directors uh, for that company. Now, there were women on boards, uh, obviously, for Silicon Valley and Hollywood companies prior to that, but there is a quota for California based on what is between your legs to be on a corporate board. And you must comply. Otherwise, there's stiff penalties. Uh, just, just putting that out there. And that is overwhelmingly, just to make this even clearer on a racial standpoint, overwhelmingly 90, 95, maybe 96% white women for that quota so um, stop, stop me when i'm saying something that's incorrect uh also i want to kind of piggyback i want to uh reinforce uh Cronus's example with something that's going on currently i mean actually it's already gone on but it's still in the process of if y'all kind of remember early on the whole um college admission scandal these were white women who were getting their their children and their friends' children into college based off of how much they paid the college, pretty much. Not off of their merit or whatnot. And they were convicted. They were found guilty. But, but their services are like maybe 30 days or whatnot. Yeah. Because if this were a minority woman, if they're Asian, Latino... Uh, African American, they would not be doing thirty days. They'd probably be doing five years plus. But they're they're from Hollywood and they're white women. They're doing thirty days or or probation. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a story of a black mother who got jail time for putting her child in a different school district. She didn't cheat. Yeah. She just put her yeah. in a different school district. She didn't cheat on test scores, nothing like that. She just put her. In... Meanwhile, we have. President Trump talking, screaming about school choice, how it's great. Is he helping this woman out? Where's your school no. choice? Also, school choice is fucking bullshit. So yeah, exactly. Can't, I'm sorry. I real, wanted to real, say. Oh, sorry. I, I was just gonna really, really quickly because I, I know that this can seem super partisan and all that other stuff, and some people are turned off by that. And I, I actually have really quickly some props I want to give out, and, and and they are on the GOP side. If you if, believe it or not, coming from Prodigy. Oh my God. Oh, don't you steal I my thunder. Oh, really? You were going to do this too? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know what you're going to say, but I, oh, I, I was going to give some props. I think Michael Steele, who was the former GOP uh, yeah. chairman, it was very rational, logical, 
He did endorse Biden, but he, he was he was not with any of this Trump nonsense. Colin Powell needs to get his props. Uh, McCain before he passed, and even sometimes uh, Mitt Romney. Uh, I, I I will give props where props are due. Even um, Bolton, who was uh, former uh, uh, Secretary of State as well. There have been some GOP folks who have also said, you know what? Fuck Trump. Yeah. Not it, it's not about oh we're gonna dick dick ride the Democrats and they said fuck Trump specifically. That's what I, I want. I say. wanted to uh, I wanted to give props to uh, some of the other stuff that that took place. I mean, obviously the main course of the deal is people are focused on the actual like uh, president and then House of Representatives, Senate, etc. But uh, there was some other fascinating stuff that looks like it passed overnight. Uh, you have states like New Jersey, San, uh, sorry, New Jersey, South Dakota, Montana, and Arizona both legalized recreational marijuana. Hey. Um, uh, you had several um, states and city governments uh, put into positions uh, some transgender people. Uh, rather they be in like the House of Representatives or in various uh, areas of government where I saw people were saying, yo, this is the first time in this state this person who's transgender is now a state representative. So awesome for the um, inclusion on that. Uh, Oregon did a really fascinating thing, which I, I'm fascinated about. You're going to make a wire state. reference. Of course. The, the wire is so... <laughs> God, like, I, as soon as Storm is old enough to watch The Wire, he's going to watch The Wire over and over again. And The Wire holds up, and The Wire is like the key to everything that is going on right now. You can pull an episode from The Wire, but Amsterdam is taking place now in Oregon in terms of like they've decriminalized hard drugs with like uh, heroin, and uh, they started to declassify. I forget, I can't find it on my notes. Uh, they declassified it. It is not completely legal. I, I did a little bit of research, but essentially you, it's like you get a traffic ticket if you have a possessionable amount of cocaine, heroin, or, or meth on you. It's not an automatic go to jail, do not pass go. Um, you get a ticket and uh, you get to just walk away and uh, essentially what they do is after they give you the ticket, I guess part of the... Um, I guess this maybe sentencing thing is they put you in some sort of like a uh, rehab or, or um, community health service oh, man, kind of thing. Nice. To, to actually help, help you. Out. So, <laughs> can I ask a question? It, it'll be can I ask a question? Yeah, I, I want to clarify this. I, I, I briefly heard about it uh, early this morning. So isn't that in direct conflict with the federal sentencing? It's obviously. Well, so well, yeah, we. say it's the same. Yeah. Marijuana is technically, uh, yeah. I so, mean, so how do they keep the Fed? How do they keep things from staying as a state misdemeanor versus a a federal, like, uh, the, you know? Depend, you know, I mean, on a on a simple level, and not a, not a long answer. It depends on are you transferring it over state lines, uh, selling it on a mass quantity over state lines, or is it just like a possession? Like I have a, I mean, have a small usable amount in everything. That, from my understanding, and I, I, I didn't even aware, wasn't even aware that this was on the ballot till like a, maybe like two weeks ago. 
I know yeah. what the actual amount is in terms of like meth, heroin, cocaine, which determines a possession amount in, in the state of Oregon. So I'm going to look at, into it and just see how things go. But it's, it's really fascinating. And it's going to, I think, be a uh, litmus test for especially states out west. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll trickle down in California right away. Uh, I think it'll probably happen maybe in Washington before it happens in California, but in terms of or Colorado, how this, yeah. yeah, how this, how this plays out because, I mean, we all know marijuana is legal here and in several other states, but with marijuana, you opened up dispensaries and it became taxable, and then it was like we're going to use this money to fund X, Y, Z. From my understanding, at this point, you don't have cocaine. These are meth dispensaries, <laughs> and if you did, the money's not really going anywhere. So that's part of the uh, the variable equation that I'm interested to see how it plays out. And uh, also, Mississippi unanimously, or not unanimously, but Mississippi has a new state flag, which I saw oh, uh, I didn't hear about that. earlier today. It's a uh, it's like a, a magnolia or whatever. Oh, nice. Like, it's not a cotton. I was like, it's sure as fuck is not a cotton flower, but I was like, it's a, it's a, mag- it's a, it's a magnolia. It's a, it's a pretty cool state flag. Oh, I mean, yeah, check it out. out. It's, it's cool looking. I mean, it's, it's awesome. And yeah, obviously it doesn't have the fucking history of being dated back to fucking 18, et cetera, et cetera. But it's a respectable flag. It stands out. But it says in God we trust, like, but you know, right. whatever. What's that? I said, too bad it says in God we trust, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's better than blatant racism yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta take baby steps but uh that, that passed and i mean it, it was a really cool thing to see that uh some change actually happened let me see this beforehand um, i'm gonna pull this up i'll pull it up a second Cause I, I, I was thinking beforehand i was like what has actually changed in terms of like when george floyd happened to today and at the time, it was during when we didn't know what the fuck was going on in Wisconsin or Michigan. It's just like, yo, we still got 50% of the population openly cool with a racist-ass president. And I was feeling myself getting a little bit angry about that shit. <laughs> Not on a fucking bag of rice, and your mama's gone, and other <laughs> petty bullshit in terms of like, yo, George Floyd got choked out so we could we could change the fucking logo for fucking Uncle Ben. But... Uh, <laughs> We we got some we got some change going on and we got an active discussion and it looks like some change and discussion is still going on and hey you know what is it, is it close this time? flag this flag's actually not too bad nice I, I told you yeah, I mean it's nice. yeah it's a, well I I I, I it's, in top, it's in the top half of state flags that's not bad <laughs> and and just on your other on your other point I would say this you know. One way or another, it's going to... (laughs) Voting is the bare minimum. It's going to take political organizing and activity to achieve additional changes that you want to see in legislation. Um, And that's at a a, a local grassroots level. Um, You know, I I, I don't, you know, expect the Senate to flip. I don't expect... Biden to immediately become Bernie Sanders or Yang or AOC or anybody else over, you know, overnight. And even when you go back and look through history with it, uh, Lyndon, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, you know, he got pushed by 
MLK and, and some other civil rights leaders. So it takes constant pressure in order to bend politicians to your your will locally and, and yeah. at a high level. So I, I, I hope yeah. that there is some more tangible change from uh, the, the protests that we had earlier this year. I'm not uh, satisfied. I want to give a shout out to the state of Arizona. I mean, normally, I know people that live in Arizona. I have people that are very close to me. Uh, they're actually uh, fans of the podcast. You know, they listen to the podcast. They interact kind of a bit on Facebook with us. And uh, they live in an area like kind of that's very red-ish. Or yep. actually not red-ish. It's very red. Uh, another friend of mine uh, who I went to college with, he moved to Arizona. He lives in an area where he's literally verbally fighting with a lot of Trump supporters. And he said his mind is just just tired of dealing with all these people that support Trump. And they have very, very weird um, reasons on why they support him. But yet the state, through its counties, through the big cities, Tucson, Phoenix, those counties surrounding it are all blue, which have made the state go blue. Um, Basically, I think that was to. I'm hoping that it was in memory of John McCain, who was disrespected by our current president. So yeah, Cindy's the widow, right? Uh, yes. I, I heard Cindy was like she was a woman on a mission. Yeah, no, she endorsed uh, Biden and everything. Like pull out was just like yo, like and people are rightfully showing like memes of like yo, just goes of John McCain. Is out here fucking fucking you up and shit. So yeah, no, I mean good it's for that. Good. It's good. I mean this is like one of the things where this is what makes me angry about the military community right now. Like I, I literally like unfollow a bunch of military pages on uh, our Marine pages specifically um, on from Facebook because they were they were going hard as fuck for for President Trump. I'm like, listen, first of all, like before this president, you know, was before this time. These were non-political pages. It was just all all Marine banter and shit like that. But now all of a sudden, this person, this draft-dodging, shit-talking motherfucker about, you know, John McCain talking about how he was a loser because he got caught. And he was, he was tortured. The man couldn't even lift his yeah. arms up above his head. He was tortured yeah. so bad. And he died of fucking, I think it was brain cancer, right? Yep. I mean, and, and the guy disrespected him so incredibly. And the fact that my fellow Armed Forces members just basically sucked Donald Trump's dick after that, after the total disrespect towards a war hero. It's fucking amazing. And some of them even went so far as to say that they didn't even like, you know, John McCain at all. I'm just like, wait a minute. How is this person changing your mind that never worked a hard day in his life? He never served in the military. He never, you know, did anything, uh, anything above his own interests. And you're taking his side over a man who fought in a war and got tortured during that war and came back and still served his country, you're you're <laughs> saying that that Donald Trump is on a higher pedestal than that guy? Like, what is wrong with you? Seriously, what is wrong with you? Like, I, I really it's don't just, understand that. Some blind Pied Piper shit. Like, for real. What it is. I, I, I did the same thing. I, I unfollowed, like, the Nine Line. I, I mean, because I was just like, yo... Like, I like some of your shirts and your clothing, but I'm just like, yo, you're getting way too reckless with some of the shit that you're saying. And even though it's more of a more of a military-ish uh, uh, clothing line, more so than, like, police-ish or whatever, I was just like, you're being highly contradictory in some of the stuff that you're, you're saying. 
and and what you're 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 repping or whatever i'm just like I, i'm not i'm not for that or whatever like I, I value people's lives and equality more so than i do any other sort of value in terms of like being part of a, a so-called community like we're all a part of a community called the human race as far as i'm concerned yeah, let me let me be a little more more specific about my disdain for President Trump and the military. All right, so this is a man who obviously talks I talk shit about you know John McCain, um, but also he's a man where we have a, a the current suicide rate for veterans is still sky high. Has it gone down at all? No, it fucking hasn't. Has he done anything to fix that? No, he hasn't. The VA is still a huge issue. What has he done to fix that shit? He's done literally fucking nothing. We're still at war in both Iraq and Afghanistan. Have we substantially reduced our numbers in those two countries? No, the fuck we haven't. These are all problems. Has he fixed the problem with uh, military contractors in the military? No, the fuck he hasn't. Like, these are all problems. Can I add one more? Go ahead. Can I add one more? And you tell me if, fact check me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, But I thought that the money for five or ten miles of the wall came from the Department of Defense. Oh, specifically towards... Specifically, that that money was earmarked to be used towards um, improving housing and schools yeah. on certain military bases, and he took it to build a fucking wall to Mexico for some odd fucking reason, as if there's some huge security problem in America. They're fucking not, right? You know, it is a fucking huge problem in America. That's a huge security risk. Is having dumbass fucking kids and fucking shitty housing living on base housing. I know because I, I've seen base housing, and depending on where you live in base housing, some of it's fucking ghetto. And the fact that this man wants to remove money from military bases that are underfunded and put it towards some fucking wall. And meanwhile, we, we're handing out billion dollar fucking government contracts to shit that we don't even fucking need. And you're not even helping out the military service members in their own basic needs. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And the fact that my own military members want to ignore that shit. Listen, for this single Marine on this podcast, that's unacceptable to me. And I don't know why it's acceptable to other motherfuckers. Like, you, you're... you're Look at you're ignoring a mile full of bullshit for what? Like what are you what how is he making your life better? If you can tell me if anybody can tell me how your life has gotten better over the past four fucking years, please show me. Unless unless it unless you're heavily invested in the stock market, your life has not gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I think it's it's so apparent. And and real quickly, let me just uh mention this because it, it, it bears repeating. 234,000 plus Americans did not get a chance to vote at all. Yeah. You know why? Because this Cause virus... Because it, 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 it is what it is? Yeah, yeah, because this virus is out of hand and the handling of it did not have to be nearly as bad as it was. But I, I'm just going to call it fucking out. Um, now, it, that didn't matter to a lot of a lot of, of voters in this country. It, you know, whatever, whatever. But I tell you what, man, those are war numbers. Way more than the Vietnam War, <laughs> yeah. way more than the war in Afghanistan and Iraq uh, and the war in Korea. I mean, and, and it's still going up. We're, we're approaching, before Thanksgiving, it will be a quarter of a million people, Americans. Oh, it, that's it'll, literally it'll a be, city. That's literally a city. Yeah, as it, I mean, we'll get, I guess, some more clarification on on how things play out tonight, I guess, with our next episode. But as we transition from what's going on right now to the future, I am concerned about the tenant uh, just not fucking leaving gracefully 
and just trying mm-hmm. and just, just being just going on couch the entire uh country which would not surprise me. and i mean we we will have plenty of time we have till january 20th or something like that to uh watch it play out because it, it will play out this is this yep. is not going to go quietly or smoothly at all but um I'm concerned about the damage that will be done, knowing that you got your eviction papers, and him just ha- being doing anything gracefully or with a, a respect of honor. And so, to be to be continued. I don't. I don't. Ha- Let me just put it very bluntly. I don't trust his fucking security clearance. Real oh, yeah. fucking talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, like None literally, I, when you're in that much debt, because we've seen some of his tax returns, like to some New York Times uh, investigative reporting and whatnot, um, not that he was, you know, freely giving them up, he's in a big amount of debt and a whole lot of legal trouble. So when you're in debt like that and you have legal trouble, you do even more reckless, dangerous shit Maybe you'll maybe you'll sell some fucking state secrets to the Russians or the Chinese or the Iranians. I don't fucking know. Like I, I don't put any of this beyond him. I saw the meme where it's just like the person's like at their desk and like uh, HR is just like, uh, yeah, go ahead and log out. I'm gonna need you to come speak to the break room <laughs> or whatever kind of thing. I was like, yeah, they need to do that ASAP. Yeah, I, one of the things uh, like I actually had to. Uh, let someone leave an organization that I may or may not have worked with. I decided you um, was finished. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a way to do it. it, it it's, it's supposed to be where that person is escorted off the system. You don't let them log in, get their coffee, talk to people, wander around. Nah, motherfucker. You, you need to have security walk you out. And then separately, uh, you know, anybody who you may or may not be mad at needs to leave at a different time and with security. Mm-hmm. There, there, there needs to be a real clear protocol with this. And the other thing I'll really quickly say, I don't see him shaking hands, assuming Biden wins, well, not, with this... Biden on that stage and saying, here's the keys to the, you know, 1600 Pennsylvania. Well, they're not, they're not going to shake hands anyway because of COVID. I mean, that's, uh, unless you're yeah, I mean, like, metaphorically. You're right, you're right. It's a different world. Hands. Yeah. Metaphorically speaking, though, I, they're not going to have nice words, nice choice words because, I mean, let's be honest. I, I'm going to be an asshole for a minute. I would be totally <laughs> satisfied if I saw President Trump end his time in the White House like Saddam Hussein and it is rain mm. in Iraq. Like when they found him in some fucking spider hole, all <laughs> fucked up. Like I, honestly, the shit that he has done to America at this point is uh, is unacceptable to me. Listen, I gave the guy a chance. He fuck he beyond he he did worse than any of my po- possible dreams, right? Because I mean, this COVID thing he has not managed well at all. We just had one hundred and eight thousand people contracted today. One hundred eight thousand people today contracted the coronavirus. Uh, 1,200 people died today from the coronavirus. Meanwhile, he said that we, we turned the corner. We have fucking turned... We turned the corner onto a fucking faster street. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because like, that fucking hairpin turn. Yeah, it's like, yeah. come on. Like, he, he doesn't he doesn't have... Uh, he doesn't have a good relationship with reality. And somebody like that having the nuclear codes is a serious fucking problem. And, you know... I, I hate saying, like, super disparaging things against like especially like world leaders 
But I mean, the guy fucked up. And there's no, there's no like really denying that. And what what's amazing to me is that his, I mean, most of them are they're cult members at this point because they they ignore mm-hmm. so much shit. And I'm not again because when I say when I say disparaging things against him, people automatically assume that I'm some fucking, I'm a I'm a Democrat. I'm some super liberal guy. I'm fucking not. All you guys know me. I'm not. I'm nowhere near on the like nowhere near the left at all. No. I didn't even fucking no. vote for Joe Biden. I didn't vote for Barack Obama. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not a fucking liberal, but I'm also not an idiot, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. seeing these people that are saying, oh, watch, all of a sudden, if President Trump, um, you know, loses this election, I, I bet you the, the, the next day COVID's going to be gone, and so is, the, yeah. so is the economic problems. I'm like, so if that happened, how the fuck would that be bad? Yeah. If it, first of all, it's not going to happen because fucking magically it's not going to disappear. But if it did happen some magical way, why wouldn't you want that? Like, seriously, think about what the fuck you're talking about. If nobody died from coronavirus ever again, how the fuck is that bad, no matter who the fuck was in office? Yeah. Like, seriously, that that is how irrational people are today, is that they don't understand even what the fuck they're talking about. They're just spitting out fucking talking points and not thinking about what they're saying. Yeah. No, that's a, that's an excellent that's an excellent point. We, we you you want the end of the virus. You you want small businesses, big businesses, people to be back to work. You want the life that we all, uh, or most of us, enjoyed in in January of this year. Yeah, I, you know what? I wanted President Trump to end the coronavirus back in fucking February. It didn't yeah. happen. Ever since February, every single fucking day, every single day, I wanted him to end this fucking problem, and he has not done it. All right. Yeah, so for, I, I'm gonna go one step further. He's exacerbated the entire yes, thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let, let, let's let's call a fucking spade a spade. Goddamn it! Look, you kept having rallies all the way up until monday oh yes a whole lot of people yesterday okay yesterday whole lot of people most of them not all but most of them with no masks because they've been encouraged by you not to even do the bare minimum which is wearing masks and then you and then we didn't even mention it but you left them stranded in what was it omaha nebraska or something Oh, you know, cold. Yeah. Out in the fucking cold with people in wheelchairs and shit. But like, those, God, people were, those people were saying that it was worth it. Some people <laughs> even were hospitalized, but they are still on that train. To me, I'm just like, I keep, I keep friends that I have on the right, right? And they keep posting all this crazy, well, I think it's crazy, but it's just a bunch of stuff that... I'm just like, where are you getting all this? Like, where is this even coming from? Like, do you guys not understand what this is about? Do you not know what we're facing? But it's always about, you know, Biden is a pedophile and Biden's uh, for socialism and we're going to have higher taxes. I'm like, well, did you even, like, review his tax uh, yeah. plan? Those like, people can't be reasoned with. Dunk, dunk on those hoes. <laughs> That's what I got to say about those motherfuckers. Um, but uh, I said before, he's a narcissist and the only thing he cares about is himself and his legacy and his legacy is in danger, which is, is great for me. And I've been saying it for a while, but history is going to have a hysterical look upon this time period in terms of our history. And, uh, I heard somebody describe this, I guess the most accurate way to describe it is almost like McCarthyism in terms of like how we will look at him as the years pass. And 
it's unfortunate that he was in the role of actual like president, but we're going to look back at this and we're going to laugh at him. We're going to laugh at the clowns that supported him in the same way that McCarthyism was laughing. He's like, yo, what was going on then? That was yeah. fucking wild. Granddad, you lived during that? What was <laughs> it like? Or whatever. That's that's what I feel like is going to happen. And I've sort of chilled out in a little bit knowing that hopefully this is coming to an end. We're in we're in the final act. Well, I mean, Thanos got the infinity gauntlet taken <laughs> off of his fucking hand. He's getting punched in the face. Black Panther and the rest of the squad walk through the portal with the yep. mail-in votes and they they're kicking his teeth in or whatever. So hopefully he doesn't piss on the fucking carpet or shit on the carpet like part of the event do when he's <laughs> getting evicted out of his out of his college dorm at Clark uh, University. <laughs> so specific. Oh, um, let me let me damn, I, I don't that, that caught me off guard. Um let me just say this too. And I don't care which side does this going forward, but look, the demographics for the fucking country are are changing. There, there are more uh, women in office. There's more uh, people of color, black, Latin, uh, um, Arab, etc. Um, that's not a fucking bad thing. It's not something you need to be afraid of. Uh, if Biden Harris wins, that does that would mean uh, the first for the very first time we'll have a, a female uh, VP that's in the White House. And it will also mean, uh, because of uh, uh, Barack winning two terms and um, Biden being or uh, Harris being on the bottom of this ticket, it would mean that three times uh, when there was a black person on the ticket, uh, there, there's been a win in the White House, right? Okay. Two for Obama and then one, one with her. Uh, I don't care if you know, the GOP uh, does, does it. Now, McCain put Palin on the ticket. I thought that was that was fine. I didn't personally like her in terms of her credentials, but there shouldn't be this irrational, xenophobic fear of um, just because that person is a you know what's between their legs or their ethnicity means that that automatically disqualifies them from being able to be on the ticket for the White House or any other fucking position. We need to really get over that fucking bullshit. And again, that could be from. The Republicans, that can be from the Democrats, that can be from Green Party, who fucking ever just allow people to actually have their issues and their character and their record be the deciding fucking factor for who can run the world. Yeah. <laughs> you can roast Prodigy's getting roasted in the chat, I'm just just saying. What about what the fuck uh, is in there? That's uh, Gian in there. No, it's Sierra talking about how old you look right now. God, <laughs> you know what? Now look, Sierra is from fucking Arkansas. I know red, she ain't fucking funny. Uh, Arkansas, me. you fucking squeal like a pig. God damn it! Yeah, anyway, totally I love Sierra. Too. She's awesome though. Yeah, she's so as, as we transition uh, <laughs> to some happier news. Oh, oh, look at that. You son of a bitch. Oh, oh, fucking oh, oh you two oh, bastards. Oh, 
fucking smells. It's so nice. Y'all go on a controller, but no console. That's hilarious. Smells smells like like satin underwear. I'm so jolly. It feels so nice in my hand. It's it's nice and veiny and throbbing in my hand. Veiny? Wait, did you say veiny? Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, for for those that, that can't see what's going on, just hear me moaning. I'm holding this sweet, soft, succulent, juicy controller for the PlayStation 5. Oh my god. It's, it's got two thighs. I mean, two handles right here. Oh no. No. Oh, get a room. Oh, you, you know what this oh, controller is like? Hold on, just holding this controller. So it's like you go. So I remember when the uh, PlayStation Four came out. We we first held these, the DualShock Four controllers. We were like, oh man, this yeah. feels so fucking nice in the hand. It's like, man. Yeah. This fucking DualSense controller. It's like if you never got with a thick girl before. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, like the first time, oh damn. This is fucking nice. <laughs> this is fucking yeah. nice. This is in high school. Yeah. No more. <laughs> This, yeah, this, this is my college girl. Little, little thickums. This has got it's got some weight to it. All right, it's, it's nice. I'm I'm digging it. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, t- tell us how it works. So you guys got the controllers, and then the consoles uh, come next week, or yeah, they come on hopefully yeah, fucking the, Tuesday. Yeah, the uh, the pre-orders for some of the accessories dropped on the first. Um with the with the actual console itself you get one controller um at the time when i ordered my console i, I held off on the accessories and, and everything but uh i dropped in the, i stopped in gamestop just to find out what was going on in terms of like how many they had coming and what was their their plan for a launch day and everything and uh, i was like well i might as well get it as a controller and they had one in store and uh it was just like all right i'll, I'll buy it and so i they gave it to me in store. I was like, "All right, I'll take it now." So, they gave it to me. It's uh, it's like you said. It's it's got some a little bit of weight to it. Um, you know, you're holding a controller. It's I don't have my my PS4 controller by me, but it's not sick. It's it's not like a painful difference in terms of like, holy shit, this one is is so much heavier. But you can tell there is a weight difference. Um. On like the back side, where it would be against like the palms of your hands, you have that that uh, dip, dimpled texture. Where if you look close enough, um, you see like the X square circle triangle um, indentations in the actual uh, controller itself. Um, they're hard to see. I, I don't have my glasses on right now, but if you try to look at it with your with your eyes, you got to look at it at a, like a certain angle to see it. So it's got some fine tuning to it, and. Um, yeah, it's 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 primed, ready to go for uh, for launch day uh, on Thursday. GameStop by me said uh, on Thursday at ten o'clock, I could go walk in, pick it up. Um, they're not going to have any at my store for any extra ones. So if you have a pre-order, you're good. Um, so hopefully for people that don't have it, because uh, they're they're whack-ass gamers like Prodigy and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, they want to play Bonk's Adventure oh. on TurboGrafx-16 or something like that. Well, hey, we're in, uh, hey, wait, wait, wait. how dare next... you disrespect <laughs> Bonk's Adventure? That's actually a decent game. I, I'm just saying, it's, it's 2020, not 1986. 
So um, Kronos and I will will have in our eyes bleed out um, all kinds of euphoric endorphins while we're on that PS5 life. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the controller, yeah, everything that Stitch said. Like it. I, I, what I want to feel though is the new triggers because. To be honest, um, the Xbox One controller, their triggers were far superior as far as like the the, the feedback felt. I mean, to, just to be honest, and I've I heard that it's something similar or better than the Xbox One controllers. Um, how they're gonna feel with the haptic feedback? So I'm looking forward to seeing what that's like. Um, that's probably why there's more weight to this because there is more than one. Or sorry, more than two um, vibration things inside this. So and probably a more hefty battery as well. Um, but yeah, it, it feels great in the hand. Um, the attention to detail is, is fucking excellent. Um, I'm just waiting to get, you know, my actual PS5 in and start transferring over stuff to, to play. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing Ghost of Tsushima on there. I, I literally have my PS4 Pro sitting here. Um, then nice. I'll see what the difference is like playing that on, um, on the PS5 as well. And same thing with like God of War and all that shit. I'll just, I'm looking forward to really seeing what the next gen has to offer. Um, Hopefully I'll get it next week. You know, I, I had to go through fucking Walmart, so hopefully it gets shipped on time <laughs> and I get it. Uh, but yeah, I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, man. I, I well, let me let me give some quick props since you mentioned Ghost. <laughs> fucking Kickman, hilarious. What do you do? No, it's just Kickman in the chat was hilarious. He's like, funny how the uh, the guys with white women have the PS5. I bought up my own money. Food. You know what happened? Hold on, let me let me tell you a big secret. My child support oh, shit. this month. My child Wait, support what? my child support ended this month. Oh, it's fucking Ooh. great. Even though I got a fucking huge pay cut uh, over the past four months, but I also got stocks, bitch. So it's all right. I made the money fucking. <laughs> I made the money happen. It's all right. I sold I sold some stocks. I had some shit happen. <laughs> That's awesome. Congrats. Congrats. I also I just want to really quickly say on sticking with gaming. Holy fucking shit. Um, I'm starting to find it's starting to click with Ghost of Tsushima for me now. Oh, I, finally! I, yeah, it took a little bit. It took a little bit. I had to get used to the controls and all that, but I played both Legends and I'm working through the campaign. That is some fun, goddamn shit. I I, I can't I can't stress how much I enjoy the upgrades and the weapons and the ghost shit and the the fucking costume or uh, different costumes and all. I love it. I'm an a, a, an assassin. So I'm using some poison shit and disappearing. Uh, I'm fucking Batman on that goddamn bitch. Yeah, it's, it's it. weird because the assassin and the Ronin can kind of interchange some of the weapons. Because mm -hmm. uh, like if you're a Ronin or assassin, you can get a um, a, a bow. What the fuck? A bow dart or like a bow, uh, like a bow gun where you blow into it and it shoots darts and shit. And then uh, they also have like bomb packs. Yeah. So you can like fucking yeah. throw bomb packs just and shit. Handy. That's just fucking <laughs> hell of that that's just hell of fucking fun. Cause you just watch them just like fly. Especially uh enemies have shields. You throw the bomb pack at them, they like fall in their ass. And you come in and fucking cut their heads off. It's fucking dope. It's yeah. hella fucking dope shit. So yeah, I, I, go ahead. Have you played on uh, Legends yet? You played online? Yeah, yeah, I, I did that uh today. Uh, shout out to uh uh B Boy Frost, uh Boy Hobby. And uh, Jen, uh, the submarine girl, um, I, I played with them literally this afternoon because I was off today. Oh, well, why didn't you oh, tell okay. me? Hmm? You didn't say anything. Oh, my bad, my bad. 
I know. Uh, we could have squatted. I, well, I, I actually, I didn't see either one of you guys online, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I, that was me dipping my toe in. I played literally like two or three sessions, and I'm, 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 I'm hooked. Like th this is gonna be it. So I'll be on tomorrow and Friday and throughout the week. This is, mm -hmm. this is gonna be my new shit. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I mean, now that we're continually talking about this, uh, I didn't think I was gonna like the assassin. But I've been playing with it, and I was just like, holy shit. There's a lot of shit I can do with this character. Yeah. Like, I can come in and just... I can literally go invisible and just fuck up a whole squad. Just, just cut through them. I'm like, holy shit. And then, like, um, it's really cool that they give you the some of the abilities, kind of, that you can use with one character. You can be shared with others. For instance... Um, if you're using a character and you kind of want to be stealthy, you can get a smoke bomb. You can mm -hmm. drop a smoke bomb in front of a group of enemies and just assassinate like two or three of them really quick. Like literally stab them in the face or in the back. And yeah. uh, it's pretty, that's pretty cool. Um, everybody can use a bow. There's a couple that can interchange like the little bow gun thing. Um, that's cool. I've got my first legendary like um, ghost gear, mm. which was interesting. Um, I, it's been it's kind of weird because it it's very quick but it lasts long on enemies so i've been i've been trying to mess with that um the story shit was fucking weird because like it feels kind of like it borrowed elements from destiny's raid but they're on a two-person mission so that it's super interesting trying to work with get work together um if you're gonna play online i highly suggest you have a mic because there's gonna be stuff that you need to work together to get through not just enemies that are tethered together. Uh, Kronos talked about this a couple weeks ago, but there's also objectives that you need to do as a team. Like, for instance, you need to collect these totems, and you can only carry one per character, right? In order to progress, one person with a totem will jump on a platform, the platform will appear only if that one character has the totem, which lets the next player go to the next totem so if you have the wrong totems, it won't appear for you and the falling. So you have to work together and time your jumps to get to uh, to open up literally to get to the next stage. So it's kind of weird if you don't have a mic. So I've been playing with B-Boy Frost with Hobby. We've been doing, we literally knocked out the whole um, story and it's like literally nine chapters, maybe even 10. Damn. I knocked the whole story it's... out solo. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, it no, we, easy. Uh... Yeah, we, I mean, we went through, because you can set what level you want. You can do bronze, silver, and gold. And I wasn't high enough gear to do gold. So he's like, let's just run the silver. We'll still get good shit. Silver gets so we did. We knocked gold. it all out. And I was like, damn, this is still more interesting than I thought it was going to be. So it was definitely fun. I highly recommend helping other people out that are lower than you, uh, gear, yeah, yeah. gear score wise, to get through the story. And then I haven't done the raid. The raid came out last Friday. Um, I haven't had a chance to try it. I'm still trying to get my gear score up just to get into it because there's a minimum score just to start it. Can so I sell? Gonna... Can I quickly sell Stitch on it really quickly? And I know he's already sold. He's going to oh, buy sold. it. I know. I'm sold. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let, let me even more sell it for you. To me, this is just my opinion, but the sword swinging in Ghosts is. Or, or the, yeah, I guess how he uses the sword in terms of how fluid and fun it is is kind of like peter parker's uh swinging through the city in spider-man in terms of how fluid it, it's it it just feels fucking natural and it 
I've I've played a lot of games with swords. This is way high up there, maybe top three, and I'm still pretty early on. So I'm loving. Yeah, it. you know it's yeah early. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. What's amazing to me is that literally as I'm playing the game, like I'll play like a fucking samurai. Like I will mm-hmm. do like a whole sword sequence of just like murdering motherfuckers. And then there'll be somebody trying to crawl away, and I'll stab that motherfucker in the back to end his fucking <laughs> suffering. And then I'll do the swipe down on the fucking uh, D-pad so that he'll gracefully put his fucking sword away. Like I'm a fucking <laughs> gangster, and I feel gangster every fucking time I do it. It doesn't uh, get old. It's great. <laughs> I actually, I know, I know that that old ninja and prodigy love Kudas. So I'll ask whoa, 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 fuck no. Hold on. The only one who loves food is here is God dang Prodigy. He no, loves food enough. It doesn't matter both. what day it is. You love your fooders. Yo, yeah, oh, any other day of the week, every day of the how, week, that's all you. Watch how you flip quicker than Arizona. Uh, Wait, what? Yo, I know you love fooders because nope. I'm going to ask Kronos this question. Is Ghost... Shishima better than The Last of Us 2. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, holy I, shit. I, Hold on, he's asking it, me, goddammit. Shut the fuck up, Prodigy. So, it's... I'm a non-food so lover. Fuck it's, it's difficult to answer, okay? Because they're, the story in Ghost of Tsushima, as far as like the way the story is told, is nowhere near as good as The Last of Us 2. The story's not bad, don't get me wrong. It's not bad at all. It's actually rather engaging. But it's nowhere near as engaging as The Last of Us 2. So it's not nearly as well fleshed out. But as far as the action goes, it fucking blows The Last of Us 2 out of the fucking water. Like, seriously. Like, it, comparing The Last of Us 2's action to Ghost of Tsushima is like comparing, uh, like... Shit, I don't even know. There's not even a fucking good comparison. It'd be like uh, Mega Man versus like Batman Arkham Knights. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the first Mega Man. Like seriously, because like you're so limited on what you can do uh, in The Last of Us 2. And the, I think that the attention to detail on like the small details on Ghost of Tsushima really goes a long way as well. Like there's literally times where you're, you're running your horse. You're running uh, with your horse through... Uh, a field of grass and out of nowhere Jen'll just put his hands down and feel the grass yep. as he's right it's like what they didn't even put that shit in there like <laughs> like it's, it's amazing there's, there's so many little small details like that in that game that, that don't really exist in, obviously they're two different kinds of games but they don't really exist in The Last of Us 2 but The Last of Us 2 also like I said they invested way more time into developing a real story so The Last of Us 2 is more like playing a movie and Ghost of Tsushima is more like playing as a motherfucking samurai in a game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, great games. Yeah, they are definitely great games. I know a lot of people were talking about. I know Prodigy's getting roasted online about how Ghost of Tsushima is better than Last of Us Two. How Last of Us Two is it was a pandering game and a hack and all this shit. I mean, I, I've seen. I'm just reporting the the comments that you've been getting. And people oh, roast you about okay. yeah, yeah, you've been getting. Not what you said. <laughs> okay. What you what you have said, and I quote, is that Last of Us Two will win Game of the Year. That's yeah. what you've been saying. So I really think Ghost of Tsushima is giving it, it its run for its money. Um, personally, I think the combat 
mechanics in Ghost of Tsushima are really, really, really well done, especially in the multiplayer. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on, but yet it's able to maintain um, cohesion while you're playing. There's not a lot of drop, like, uh, frame rate, everything. There's no slowdown when I play, and there's a lot of shit going on. Um, The environment themselves are way bigger than they necessarily need, but it gives you the option to play any way you want almost so you can literally crawl through a house where no one goes into and then like um, ambush people or get up yeah. on the roof and just drop uh drop arrows on people or like use the rooftops to assassinate people and keep it going keep it flowing um it is a different from as far as multiplayer it's different uh in, versus the single player in ghost of Tsushima where you can change your sword play whenever in the single player but in the multiplayer you have to have a particular sword in order to change style so that's a little different but <clears throat> if you get it though you can just upgrade the sword which is great do you think that um in comparison because ghost of tsushima draw uh came came out later than last of us but they've mm-hmm. already given the whole legends mode with the uh, multiplayer co-op while last of us hasn't really done anything yet at this point do you think that could be a detriment to potential game of the year are you kind of like what because i I feel like last of us in a way and i I love last of us too i feel like they are the stove is cooling on that game in terms of like yeah if you did give us give me some new content would i actually pop it back in and play it for like a legitimate thing. I feel like they might be missing their their moment. Fair fair point. Here's the thing. Uh, Ghost adding multiplayer and Legends and all of that and the raid, that's exceptional. They kept that under their hat. It's great. I'm loving it. Uh, It's impressive as fuck. I do not believe, even though we're sitting here at the beginning of November, I do not believe that we've heard the last of uh, Naughty Dog in terms of Fractions or factions on uh, Last of Us One. People went hard on that from PS3 all the way through PS4. I think we're going to get it. I think it's going to happen at some point. Yes, I agree slightly that the uh, the, in terms of uh, the game has cooled because it's uh, just a campaign right now. Yeah, I, I get that. But I think that they will be adding DLC or multiplayer at some point, probably early in the new year for the PS5 version. Or the but, but, upgraded version. Okay, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Also, you do have to adjust because the new console is coming out uh, for the next generation. So it's like, all right, do I feel like going back to play uh, Last of Us or or download it again or 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 do a, a patch to up, uh, upgrade it so it's playable on the PS5? So oh, they're doing like- that's what that's what they're doing for the PS5. If you own it. For one, you can just upgrade to the other one, I believe, digitally. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like it's like uh, I'm I'm fine playing Miles Morales or, or whatever. I mean, obviously, Cyberpunk isn't out, which probably helps uh, Last of Us in a in a huge way because it's it's not a, a new brand new game coming out. So I was just curious on, I guess, the perception of that. Yeah, the funny funny thing is, uh, the, at least the, uh, the the major or the game the, the game awards, quote unquote. I think it's the same day that Cyberpunk comes out, like December tenth, I believe. Oh, okay. But mm. we're, we're we're gonna see. 
can, can I switch so it, it's a little gonna bit? Be from, okay. it, yeah, I was going to say, from what, from my understanding, it can't qualify for this exactly. game of the year. Yeah, yeah okay. it can't. Can I, can I switch gears and just ask you guys a real quick question? Uh, did you guys finish any of uh, Blood of Zeus? No, I have not, but I know everyone's losing their fucking minds. I'm going to try my hardest to start, like, tonight, but there's some, some shit dropping in, in the next couple of days I got to watch, so I got to see this Mandalorian, which we haven't talked about. I haven't yeah, started I, watching I, it yet. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, well, none of us. Have any of us watched either of those? Got up on me? I've, I, I've I seen finished the all of Blood of Zeus. I finished all of Blood of Zeus. I haven't seen Mando. Okay. Yet. Oh. Yeah, I, I got to catch up on both. Um, can we go back to gaming for a minute? Yeah, sure. sure. I think I'm the only person that played Watch Dogs, Le Watch Dogs Legion, right? Oh, yeah. yes. Speak on it. Speak on it. All right. So I'm going to give my quick okay. thoughts on Watch Dogs Legion because um, it is a very different kind of game. All right. It took me a minute to really understand, like, just how different it, it is because there's no main character in the game. And that's wow. it's kind of odd. It, if, if, if I was to say there was a main theme is that you basically play as DedSec. An organization, which if you played either of the any of the older Watchdogs, um, you know Dead Sex, the hacker, the hacker group, um, at, in those games, and basically you play as those groups. So you have to recruit people to come on your side to join Dead Sex. You can recruit basically fucking anybody. Um, some people are a little bit harder to recruit. You have to basically get dirt on them or something like that to get them to to come onto your side. But you can recruit basically anybody in the game. So any NPC that you see. You can recruit them onto your side, and some of them are way better than others. So, because because cool. remember in the old games, how you, you can like use your profiler to see like everything about them. Yeah. So in this one, it tells you everything about them, but it includes like their perks, and sometimes they have perks and also things that are like um, negative things. Like they have certain people have like they have like flatulence debuffs, where like oh, they, where they, they they can't sneak around or hiccups, so they can't really sneak around very well, or they're slower than normal. Or something like that. But then they also could have like some badass perks along with those. Like they would have a fucking grenade launcher or some shit. You know. Or some other kind of crazy perk. And so you end up getting like a group of people where you have like your favorites. Like basically this. I have. My setup now is I have basically like three or four people that I mainly use. And like one guy is like a government contractor. Who can basically walk into basically anywhere. And as long as nobody looks too close. He won't get caught. So you can walk in, as long as you walk around and don't run, you're okay. And don't get too close to anybody, you're okay. And you can walk into anywhere and just like, you can, they basically assume that you're supposed to be there. Um, if that doesn't work, if I'm in a location where I can't use that guy, I have another guy who's kind of like an infiltrator. And he has like a, a spider bot and he can do a uh, fast upload. So anything you, that he hacks, he hacks way faster. And then he also has um, all of his hacking skills uh, refill faster so he's like he comes in real hand and he also has like a specialized gun so nice. he comes in real handy for infiltration and then if I fuck up real bad I have this dude I basically call this motherfucker the, the cleanup crew because he's basically he's a fucking assassin he's basically John Wick <laughs> so is there permadeath in this one? There, there's an option for permadeath so you can turn it on or off ah, so okay. right now I have it off because I mean, if permadeath being on, you'd feel really... you play the game way differently. I'll bet. Uh, yeah, because especially, like, like my cleanup guy, he's died a couple times. But if I'd, if I'd have lost, lost him, I'd have been very sad. Because my cleanup... Like, literally, he has this perk where he has, um... He has, like, an automatic rifle, a fucking 50 cal handgun, 
and he has he has literally a perk called gun kata so anytime somebody gets close to me he can basically one shot kill them if he has a gun in his hand so like he grabs them and does like some fucking john wick shit and kills them and like all all of his combinations for like all of his uh like hand-to-hand combat skills are like insane so basically i just bring him on the scene where like i'm everybody's got to go like i'm like fuck this 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 level's frustrating me i'm just gonna kill everybody john wick gets it done (laughs) so shit man this this one sounds fun so when when you say that there's no main character and I understand like you can kind of transfer whoever it is that you're controlling, when you let's say you're if you're playing with that character and that character dies, is he gone forever? Is yeah. that what you mean by permadeath? Permadeath or is they're gone just... forever. That's permadeath. But if you don't have permadeath on, there are um, depending on how you lost a person, you have there's a timer. So if they're injured. There's a timer on getting them back, or if they get arrested, there's a timer on getting them back. But also, this is the kicker, is that you can have people on your team that can drastically reduce or negate all those things. So I I, I recruited a paramedic that can patch up everybody faster, and I also have uh, basically a lawyer that can get everybody out of jail faster. So if they get arrested or fucking seriously injured... Um, those two people can get them back like way faster. So it, it, it behooves of you to like really build up a, a quality squad for like any any situation for shit that you might not see coming. Like I even have a fucking getaway driver just in case, you know, because <laughs> because she has things where um, if like there's because there's drones fucking everywhere in this game, everywhere in this yeah. game. And when drones are chasing, they're hard to get away. And she has she has a perk. I think it's passive where like drones won't chase her. And I also have this guy who's like a, one of my first recruits is a construction guy, but he has the ability to call down uh, a construction drone that'll land like near you. And so you can ride in the construction drone and just fucking fly everywhere. That <laughs> and sounds it, dope. And also if, if he's on a construction site, that's like a restricted site and he's wearing his uniform, he just, he just walk in. He's fine. Like everybody just assume he's supposed to be there. It sounds, it sounds like the replayability is high. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. How- how, how does the story? Because I I loosely remember how story one and story two connected, sort of together. How yeah. is the story of of the third one, and does it connect with the first one and the second one, or is it just its own separate thing? No, it, it's its own separate thing, but it, it's still kind of connected. So Bloom is still uh, a company that um, CTOS that you know they, they developed CTOS in the first and second game, and they keep implementing you know larger and larger implementations of it. And so Bloom uses CTOS in uh, London this time, but there's a, a terrorist event that happens, and this is a slight spoiler, but basically DeadSec gets blamed for a terrorist event. I'm not going to tell you exactly how. And so they yeah. bring in this this uh, government contractor group called, called Albion. They're basically fucking black, Blackwater. They come through and lock the whole fucking city down. And they're doing like all, they have the, all these crazy like military drones they can use and shit like that. And they can they can uh, hack you, you know. So it gets like more interesting with like military hacking and shit like that. Um, so they did a really good job with like kind of tying the first two games together kind of loosely with Bloom and CTOS. And then it's also they did a really good job as far as like progressing the story using people that are basically procedurally generated. So, like, for instance, like, when you start a level or you end a mission, it feels like the person that you're playing is part of the real, is part of that story. Like, the way they talk, the way they interact, 
and, but they all have different personalities. Like literally there's people in the group that don't even like each other. Like if you talk to people, like you can tell there's like tension for some reason between them. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like it's weird. Damn. And there's like really deep backstories on like all these NPC characters. I don't know. It's basically so. Remember when um, GTA Five first came out and they first announced it, and they're like, "How the fuck are you gonna play as three people?" Mm-hmm. And then and then all of a sudden it worked out. You're like, "Oh, I get it now." This is basically like that, but like times a hundred. I don't know how big your team can get, but I assume they can get. I, I think I have like maybe 15 people on my team. I don't need that many, but I'm pretty sure it's 15. Um, and you can, and every time you switch characters, like it is some if it's somebody that you used to. Like, you feel like you know them because you know their skill sets. You know what they're good at. And you know the way that you want to play as them like. So it's just a really interesting take on how you can play a game. I didn't think that something like this would ever occur. So, nice. yeah, it's weird. Good shit, man. But is there a multiplayer on this or yet or no? Not yet, but it's been announced. I got the um, okay. the Gold Edition or whatever the fuck. I think it's Gold Edition, right? Yeah, so I get, like, the Season Pass and some other bullshit. And so I know they're bringing, they're bringing Aiden Pierce back. Um, and they're gonna have a multiplayer, and I saw some multiplayer stuff, and it's it looks pretty fun because like with the drones, it, things get like way more three dimensional than any other games, because you can literally there's like combat drones that you can fucking take over and hack and all that shit, and you can call them down, and um, it seems like way more intuitive too, and even the fighting system is like way more intuitive in this one, but there are some there are some kind of some cons with the game. I had it crash once for me. I'm on a PS4 Pro. And I was talking to the guy at the comic shop, and he said he has an uh, Xbox One, and he said it crashed for him uh, five times. Damn. Um, and then also, um, every now and again, like when I'm flying around, I can see the draw-ins, and it's just like, ah, oh, come on, guys, this is the end of the fucking, and the and the hair anim- the hair doesn't look right on almost anybody, like it looks like mm-hmm. PS3 era hair. I'm just Ooh. like, come on, guys. Like I understand it's like a big ambitious game, but the hair is, looks all fucked up. But yeah, and, and the drawings are just like, you guys should have this, especially Ubisoft. Ubisoft, listen, you guys basically use the same fucking engine on all your goddamn games. <laughs> like, you're not fooling. They're literally all this. They're all, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. Like, how are you yeah. not fixing this fucking shit at the end of a gen, end of a generation? You're not fixing these certain technical aspects. But hopefully, it'll play better on the PS5 because it's a it's a free upgrade, I think, on the PS5. So we'll see how that goes. Well, you know, Ubisoft was too busy uh, committing all those sex crimes with all their leaders. Oops. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, <laughs> damn. Uh, all right. Um, do, do we want to save some stuff for when uh, uh, Blue is back with us and, and, and wrap it? Or was there any anything that big well, that I'm, I'm missing? The only thing big I would say would be Mandalorian Season 2, but it doesn't look like anybody saw it except for me. Can we save that for next week? I I, I will yeah, definitely watch it tomorrow. Uh, I'll probably catch up on two episodes, right? Because they're weekly. yeah. Tomorrow, so tomorrow at twelve oh one, it'll it'll be out. So. Okay, I'll definitely watch the first two. And just a, a quick update before we actually start wrapping. Uh, Georgia is now narrowing more, so Biden is within twenty three thousand votes now from taking over the lead. There you Damn. Go. So yeah, that was the last night. It was like. I think it was three hundred thousand. Yep, that was a that was the difference. ATL Magic City, Lemon Pepper Lou Lemon, came through. Lemon Pepper wet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Stitch, what you got popping this week? Um, 
I'm trying to finish up playing Spider-Man on PS4. I I played it before, but I just wanted to get the whole combat down and, and refreshed. That way, when the new one comes out, I'm primed, ready to go. Um, I saw this thing about... Um, was it Activision? It was paid mm-hmm. off microtransactions off motherfuckers oh, yeah. like me that need to buy a, a hyena for uh, <laughs> a yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so I'll be on some uh, some Call of Duty for a little bit. Uh, I don't have any. Well, actually, I did have a cookbook, but um, I can probably talk about it like next week or whatever. Um, I don't feel like running to grab it, but uh, just sort of just chilling, relaxing. Is it ever going to get cold? Like I'm looking forward to like <laughs> it becoming fall, but um, nah, it's just summer nah, forever. Nah, bro, it's I, dark and hell is hot. Arizona. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> DMX shit. Yeah, so uh, I, I I did make some gumbo for uh, for the professor. That was that was pretty fun, but I can't get in the gumbo until it's cold i need i need that hot party soup until you can find cold and chilly out. Your tomatoes that you're looking for there you go it's gonna be on like uh on like watchdogs where tomatoes grow on trees because they sure as fuck ain't happening anywhere <laughs> around me and my gumbo that's all it is right now and then i'm um, just gonna watch these 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 bomb ass memes drop from uh <laughs> from prodigy <laughs> so, yeah. Good shit, Carlos. What you got? Uh, yeah. I'm just hoping that we get this guy out of office. I mean, I'm wearing my Yang shirt because that's who I voted for. I don't give a fuck. I, 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 I didn't vote for for Joe Biden, but I think that he would do better for America. Just to be totally honest with you. It's 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 a very low bar at this point. But uh, especially with things that he's been saying lately about uh, there's no red or blue states that he wants to, you know, help heal America and we're all Americans. That's the shit we need to hear. None of this bullshit of, oh, if you're a democratic state, we're not going to give you federal funding. Motherfucker, that's what the federal government is for, is to have all the states. Get the fuck out of here. Or some bullshit about, oh, there's a federal stockpile for PPE, but that's for the federal government. Motherfucker, the federal government is the American, is supporting the American people. That's their only goddamn job. Every single person that works for the federal government is a American, well, almost all of them are American citizens, but they're all, you know, paying tax dollars. And they all are entitled to using the federal tax uh, money to help their lives and help improve themselves. And to deny people those basic fundamental things from the federal government shows how incredibly inept and ridiculous this current administration is. Though I don't agree with a lot of um, Joe Biden's prior indiscretions across many things, including the 1994 crime bill. I don't think that he will fuck up America any worse than it is right now. I think that he is, re- at least he recognized that he made a mistake with the 1994 crime bill and he's apologized for it. And he saw that, at least he acknowledged that there was damage done. Meanwhile, we have somebody that's the president right now that has acknowledged a fucking thing that he's done that's wrong. And that guy, he's got to fucking go. I don't care what anybody says. He has to, if you kind of acknowledge your own faults when you've made them, you have to go. So I'll leave it at that. Donald Trump, President Trump, see you on the fucking way out. <laughs> <laughs> Old Ninja, what you got? 
Well, damn. Um, yeah, so um, I'm actually going to try to watch this Blood of Zeus because everyone has been talking about it. Uh, it's been everywhere. Uh, I saw the trailer. I talked, literally talked about it on this podcast. I think uh, Blue elaborated a little bit more. I don't know if he's watched it, so I think he might have seen an episode or two. But I, uh, I want to be able to talk about it next week. I'm hoping to finish it. Um, the Mandalorian, a lot of stuff happened in it. I wish we could talk about it. I'm really excited about what's happening now. There's a lot of fucking potential for this fucking season. So it's going to be a dope. Um, hopefully we talk about it that one again next week. Um, other than that, uh, new episode to that. Oh, Cronus and I, we still haven't talked about... Um, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, it's on third yeah. episode now. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been definitely... They basically fucking rebooted itself again, yeah. pretty much, at the start of the season. So there's some interesting stuff. I think they are doing a nice build-up to some shit that's probably going to pop off real hard uh, in a couple episodes. So we shall see. Um, I've been pretty heavy on this Ghost of Tsushima Legend shit. So I've been playing a lot of this shit. I haven't had a chance to play with the squad yet, but I've been playing with uh, B-Boy Frost a lot, um, some other gaming friends. So uh, I'm trying to start this raid pretty soon. Uh, hopefully by the weekend or whatnot, I'm going to get in some Modern Warfare. Even though their Halloween event has ended, um, hopefully they kept at least the Onslaught mode. I haven't checked. Um, I'm hoping it's still there. And then, um, yeah, I'm waiting to see if shit's going to pop off in the next couple days. If there's going to be some uh, another vanilla ISIS moment where they're going to try to do some bullshit and take over a nuclear plant or try to defend the White House, quote unquote, or trying to save their president or something stupid. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> can the next can we days. talk about how the White House is basically becoming a fucking castle at this point? It's I mean, a yep. fortress. I mean, the only thing you're missing is a fucking moat. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. that's all they're missing is a moat. Yeah, they're yeah. so afraid. Yeah, they're but so yet. Afraid. But yet it's the the looters and rioters who are not protesters that are doing all this to America, apparently. Well, even, so. even if you, you can turn on CNN, you can see what's happening outside the fucking voting office at uh, in Arizona. Where yeah, stop counting. counting. No, stop no, counting. They're, they're, the, no, the squat, the, 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 uh, the, the jacked up lifted truck crew has decided to hold a rally there outside of the fucking... Uh, voting station outside of um whatever uh, maricopa county arizona where they count it and they're they're trying to show their their numbers there oh. while they, they count the votes for some fucking reason. they, they got to count num- numbers somewhere because you know where they ain't counting numbers they're small peepees i'm oh. just saying oh. <laughs> there it is Damn. all right um i'm gonna remind everybody that uh spooky season is over god damn it it's mariah carey season <laughs> now, <goddammit. laughs> yeah Christmas Christmas is a whole nother month away. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shout out to these retailers. Everybody got these Christmas deals going. What the fuck is a a retailer, bro? This is 2020. There ain't no fucking retailers. We got the Rona and that's we got we got the Rona and racism. That's it, bro. (laughs) Damn. Shout out to Pandora while I'm on Amazon. You on you on Pornhub, you ain't on Amazon. Oh, oh, damn, God. that truth though. Yeah, all right, a little yeah. bit of truth. All right, be prepared. After tomorrow, it's going to be the very first Food of Friday. 
of the uh, president-elect Biden uh, era. So no, we don't no one cares. It's not a thing. <laughs> Shut up. Stop trying to make up shit not, that's gonna happen. That's like saying that's like saying hashtag. That's like no, there's no hashtag. They you. That's like saying there's a Donald Donald Trump day. So no. <laughs> Food of Friday, Swole Abbey Saturday. What, what is that? Oh. Oh. Swole Abbey Saturday. I like that. Oh, and and real quick, uh, y'all are gonna see it. I, I'll post it out for everybody on uh, Instagram or Facebook or something. I finally got my goddamn uh, flag outside. No, it is not an American flag. I got a goddamn one piece flag. It's going to be flying outside of my fucking oh my house. God. I'm going to oh weave so hard, oh, motherfuckers going to find me. Homeowners Association. Nope. <laughs> shut you down in the neighborhood. No, oh, Homeowners Association. It's weaving time. The whole neighborhood is going to be like, who's that weave house? Oh, they straw hats over there. Oh, he likes Hentai Haven. Oh. Oh, no. Get the fuck you know, out of there. That me. I, I want to get a fucking Wakanda flag. That's what I want to get. I'm oh, do it. Yeah. Do it. Flags are awesome. It's going to be great. Salute. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Lowering the property value with my blackness and my weedness. It's going to be great. This is, why we, this is why we can't get to the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> That's terrible. They, they, they should have never ended redlining. Damn. They should have never given y'all money. Oh, man. Two steps oh. forward, three back. <laughs> oh, they were getting tickets out. Oh, my God. You just experienced the dankest podcast on the internet. Check us out everywhere. Podcast can be heard with B and B T I B T H A N B T I, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Amazon Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Player FM, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Radio Republic, and then check out our official website, BenHadProductions.com forward slash B T I. Every Wednesday on YouTube, we are live eight thirty Pacific time. Into the unknown vastness of space. Yet many questions remain unanswered. Yeah. Food is a worthless. <laughs> <laughs>